93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, May 10th. I'll be handling the news duties. Let's get to it. A good morning to you. A jury has found the man accused of killing an Ardmore model back in August guilty on all charges yesterday. Jonathan Harris was convicted of first kidnapping possession of an instrument of a crime and strangulation in the August 22nd slaying of 36-year-old model Christina Kraft. Harris said as he was questioned by reporters outside the courtroom, quote, I believe justice was served. This is the man who was convicted who said that. Oh, wow. In closing arguments, Harris's defense argued he never intended to kill Kraft. Prosecutors countered the evidence to prove that he did. Her father and mother also reacted after the verdict was read. Uh, And according to Stu Kraft, he said, that's how it should have been. I'm surprised that it took that long to deliberate, but that's how it should have been. She was an absolute light in this world, and he snuffed it out, uh, said Casey Kraft. In court, attorney uh, A. Charles Puerto Jr. said that Harris was invited back to Kraft's apartment under the premise of getting free cocaine back when the two met in Center City. Puerto said that Harris was high on a cocktail of drugs when an argument between the two broke out, ending in the physical confrontation that ended with Kraft being strangled. After the verdict, Harris's parents rushed out of the courtroom. Uh, his mother said as she entered a courthouse uh, elevator, God bless you. Harris now faces life in prison without parole, and a sentence hearing is pending. Man is lucky to be alive after he was struck by a driver on Wednesday. It happened around 10:15 a.m. at the intersection of 56 and Walnut. Police say a 20-year-old man was crossing the intersection when he got struck by a 2009 Volkswagen that was traveling at a pretty fast pace. The pedestrian was thrown like a rag doll against the wall of an apartment building on the corner. Uh, the impact woke up uh, Joshua Thompson, who was in the building Jeez. taking a nap after getting home from work. He said, "When I came home, I heard a big noise, and I was lying down." The whole building shook. Uh, Fortunately, the 20-year-old survived and after a few minutes managed to grab the cell phone out of his pocket to call someone. He suffered two broken legs and some internal injuries as well. And miraculously, he's not dead. Yeah, police say that he remains hospitalized and he will have to undergo a number of surgeries. Police said a third car that was in the process of parking was also struck by the collision. Authorities have yet to determine if, in fact, the driver of the Volkswagen ran a red light or not. Fortunately, there was a police surveillance camera locked on the intersection, and that will help them determine exactly what happened. Anyone with any information is asked to call police at 215-686-TIPS. Philadelphia police are also investigating the death of a man whose body was found in a large storage container Thursday night in the city's Frankfurt section. Police are searching for the victim's acquaintance. Family and friends grew concerned and had reached out to police after he wasn't heard from for three days. Mm -hmm. The body of the 70-year-old man was found in a home on the 1600 block of Fillmore Street. Loved ones said the man frequented the home. Detectives are interviewing the people who live in the home, and they're trying to track down a 20-year-old acquaintance of the victim. Man's identity has not been released as of yet, and the medical examiner mm. will determine a cause of death. <clears throat> I bet you they find all sorts of crap like that in those storage units. Because when we had a storage unit down in Maniunk, oh yeah, and sometimes I go get like the holiday decorations out or put them away, and you'd see someone else with their <laughs> storage unit open, and you're like, 
what the hell is that in there? Yeah, and I mean, actually, it's creepy, weird stuff, and a lot of creepy, weird people. I know I was probably a creepy, weird person to them, but it's just weird. Well, my wife is in sales, and a lot of times they keep their product in storage units. Yeah, and I always felt uneasy about her having to go go to down them. there, right? You know what? It, and I didn't care what time of the day it was. Yeah, I didn't care if it was the morning, afternoon. It's definitely not after the sun goes. Down. Yeah. All right, and also, uh, Dadvale Regatta Kelly Drive detours began yesterday morning, and uh, the detours will remain in effect until Saturday evening. So if you're headed into the city... Oh, what joy! Uh, keep that... If you're headed out of the city, keep that in mind, because things are going to be completely detoured around that area. Uh, the uh, Dad, uh, the Kelly Drive Dadvale Regatta detour... Uh, between Strawberry Mansion Drive and Fountain Green Drive is where you can expect that. And the drive will remain closed until Saturday at approximately 8 p.m. The entrance to the regatta zone is by permit only. Uh, There will be pay gates for the entrance of spectators into the parking areas adjacent to Reservoir Drive. So the detours that you're going to have to hit, if you're headed inbound towards Center City, uh, the detour is south up Strawberry Mansion Drive ramp to Reservoir Drive, south on Reservoir Drive to Fountain Green Drive, west on Fountain Green Drive back to the Kelly Drive. I don't know any of those. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I remember, though, that years ago, Preston, for, we used to broadcast live yep. yeah. from the Dadville Regatta because there was so nothing going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was... <laughs> Listen, it was all the students, it was right. all, the, all the rowers and right. so forth. But, but it, nothing was happening. There wasn't run. really a big crowd where we were, but we were. they, they wanted us to be there. And so we were there. Right. Sure. It was, it was cool to see. Yeah. You know. Uh, we did a, our own like little horse race thing there, right? We, we would do did. It, like a run for the roses type of yes, thing. Yeah. Okay, all right, I thought so. We did all kinds of stupid stuff there. <laughs> you probably don't know any of those roads, but have been forced to drive on them without realizing it. Probably, it's like the yeah. ones right when you're getting off Kelly Drive. There's a big statue. You make a right. You go by the baseball fields and you go around you know, the baseball oh, yeah. field, and then there's like a you know <laughs> other streets and then you there. Start cursing, and, yeah. and you know, we're dead, and you want to drive into uh, oncoming traffic, well, and it's a nightmare. Now the outbound uh, detour if you're headed towards Roxborough, will be east on Fountain Green Drive to Reservoir Drive, north on Reservoir Drive to Strawberry Mansion Drive. I know where that is. North on the Strawberry Mansion Drive ramp back to the Kelly Drive. Detour signs will be posted throughout the detour, uh, but you can expect delays, so that's... Of course. We can keep that in mind. All right, let's get to sports. Are yummy. Well, it happened. The Sixers beat the Raptors. Last night's game six in South Philly in the must win. Uh, Jimmy Butler scored 25 points in the Sixers. 112 to 101 win over the Raptors. Ben Simmons also had a strong game, scoring 21 points, more than his combined total of games four of games four and five, and helped show the Sixers still had some fight after the brutal game five loss. Game seven will take place on Sunday in Toronto, and the tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. In the Western Conference, Trailblazers won game six in Portland, beating the Denver Nuggets by 11 to stay alive in that series and forcing a game seven back to Denver on Sunday. So everybody's going to in this one. Uh, The Phillies were off last night, and they returned to action tonight as they open an interleague series in Kansas City against the Royals. 
The Bills have won two games in a row and are in first place in the NL East with a record of 21-15, and 15, while the Royals are in last place in the AL Central at 13-25. and 25. Jake Arrieta is going to get the start for the Bills while Homer Bailey pitches for the Royals. Game time set for 8-15. And finally, in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL last night, the Bruins beat the Carolina Hurricanes 5-2 in Boston. Game two is on Sunday in Boston, and game one of the Western Commerce Finals between the Sharks and the St. Louis Blues is tomorrow night in San Jose. And that is what I have for you in sports and news this morning. So there well you go. Well done. Thank you very much. So here we are. Once again, we've returned second year in a row to the new location yeah. in Camden, New Jersey, uh, for Subaru of America. This is where their headquarters are now based. And in, in fact, Matt Ritter yesterday, who is uh, our liaison here, he's one of the uh, executives, and of course he spearheads the whole campaign for the Camp Out for Hunger. But yesterday, he sent me a picture of the old building where we had broadcast for oh, so What's going on over there? Uh, they're ripping it apart. They're ripping it apart. It's it's gutted. It's uh, Really? Yeah, it looks... It, I almost kind of want to go it over It was sad. Yeah, I know, right? I, I yeah. told them it was sad because... How many years? Yeah, several years. Yeah. I mean, we were only there for one day at a time, but it kind of had become home a little sure, bit. So sure, sure. So the employees that, that have been here for many years probably... I mean, I'm sure they love this new facility, but have some fond memories about the old place, you know? I, it was it was sort of a, a little bit more rustic. You know, you had the little gazebo mm-hmm. and that stuff, but this is a cool, high-tech, you know, looking building. Oh, yeah. lo- everything is, is is pretty badass here, especially a super enhanced cafeteria. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Are they tearing it all the way down to the ground? Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like the inner. They're they're ripping it apart. Okay. So it's kind of sad. It is. Uh, but nonetheless, we are here at this beautiful, beautiful facility, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're doing our show here. We're gonna meet some of the employees. Obviously, Matt's gonna tell us what's going on with the company, and uh, they're so charitable. It's ridiculous. Camp Out for Hunger is just one tiny little thing they do. As big as it is to us, the company overall with their Share the Love campaign yeah. is really philanthropic and gives back. And, and it's awesome. Our incredible pleasure to do this because honestly, the Camp Out would be nothing without Subaru. There's a lot of participants, but Subaru steps up so much. So we ask you to uh, bear with us this morning and listen to all the wonderfulness that is Subaru because this is their payback yeah. for feeding so many people. We know you will, yeah. but it means a lot to us that you're along for the ride today. You will hear the name Subaru a few a times lot. Uh, through the course <laughs> yeah. of today's radio program, but uh, we are very, very happy to be here. So um, with that, why don't we take a break? We'll come back in a moment and uh, we'll do the regular biz. We have uh, some entertainment news coming up, a stupid question. Don't forget also a trip to Hollywood that we're going to give away this morning. And it's for the premiere of Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And uh, you'll be headed out if you win that on uh, May 18th. So it's uh, MMRBQ Day. Yes. That's a week from tomorrow. What the hell? Dear Lord. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment from Subaru on 93.3 WMO. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Last year, Kathy had a, a GPS snafu. Or, yeah. Or was it, or were you just following directions to get here? No, it was, I, I put it in the GPS. Okay. I put something in the GPS and it didn't bring me here. Yeah, we, we all did the same thing. I think Kathy and I passed by the same hooker. Oh, you did? Yeah. She, I mean, like literally she was on the street and uh, yeah, I passed by her. And then uh, fortunately I saw a police officer and he was like, <laughs> 
uh, where do you need to go? Well, but by the time I got to her, Kathy, the uh, the hooker said, "You Subaru?" <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, it's it's very simple to get here. It's uh, once you once you follow thirty, so much easier it's this the year. Very first exit, and it brings you basically to the I, parking I, lot. Of course, it, it is super easy once I nailed uh, it this year, and, and you can see it glowing. The building looks really cool. It does. Night. So, and then you got camels right across the way here too, which yeah. is cool. So it's corporate center, and it's uh, it's really well done. I love the lobby and the the, the whatever piece of artwork. Yeah. When you look at it the right way, it's the symbol for Subaru. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very good. Right when you walk in. I have to go back and take a look at it. It's sort of one of them optical illusions. I was, I'm always taken by that, the the first year generation Subaru vehicle that they have sitting in the front. I got in that thing a couple of years ago. It's very cool. It's, I barely fit in it. It's (laughs) the tiniest little car. You feel like Herman or or from the Invincibles. Yeah, or the Incredibles, or, I should say, or when Hightower yes. takes the seats out of the Police car. Academy, Police Academy, exactly. <laughs> that little, yeah. Is it like a mint green one? Is that no, no? It's white. Oh, white. it's really cool. But they have a couple of vehicles in there, and they've got one of their badass, sporty, you know, awesome cars. They have parked back here in Old Bonneville. Which oh, that's is, Rob's. Oh, is it? Yeah. Where is he? Where's Rob? Yeah, from our uh, yeah. engineering department. That's, that's pretty wild. That's his yeah. car. There we go. I just, yeah. yeah, right over there. He brought it out. It's pretty awesome. So he wants to actually pull it up on display here. They do car shows here. Maybe we'll do find, they? Yeah, we'll find out about that a little oh, cool. bit later on. All right, so I'm going to do a stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to the 2019 Brew Fest at Mount Hope. It is this Saturday. It's tomorrow. So heads up if you're going to call in for that. And I think that the focus of the stupid question, if you've listened to this broadcast over the years, uh, especially... Especially last year, we kind of focused in on it. One of our favorite people is Matt Ritter. We're going to have him on the air later on. And uh, <laughs> Matt actually has a, a very interesting physical attribute. He has a very hairy part of his body, and it shares a name with a fictional private eye that you've heard on the Preston and Steve show uh-huh. from time to time. So what's hairy on Matt Ritter? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Sounds like a great kid show, doesn't it? It does. What's Two- hairy on Matt Ritter? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. And like I said, shares the name of a fictional private dick uh, that we've had on the show for many years. Call now if you know the answer, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll see if we can set you up with that prize. I'll go through a few birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today is the 10th day of May, and Bono celebrates a birthday today. Lee. How old is Bono? He is 59 years old today. He's looking pretty good for 59. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, especially... Sorry, after, it's an exercise. Do, well, do you remember the, the, the bicycle accident... That he had in Central Park a few years ago, it really—it was bad. It was bad. I mean, you don't think of bike accidents as being that nasty physically, but they're—I mean—they can mess you up. It and, knocked all the baseball cards out of his spokes. And he—he he was one of those people. Didn't he land on his face? He, and, he was—he came crashing down. He was—he was, he was yeah. in the hospital for a while. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then—and he was still suffering. He had to cancel some tour dates yeah. because th- there was a pain issue that was actually causing. Incontinence. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot oh, about that. Because it was his back or something. Like right, that? and it was, and it was, it, it was a horrific thing. You yeah. Know, I don't know. I tend to grin when I say that, but but yeah, but it's 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 a horrible thing. Uh, now and now I'm pissing myself too. You know? Can you imagine? Him? Sorry, Sorry, folks. I'm going to have to go take a dump. He's in pain and everything. Yeah. Well, when the pain is so, when it overrides everything so much, so that you just you can't control it. Um, he is one of my all-time favorite front men. He, he just, uh, you know. Top three, obviously, all the time, right? Although differently, yeah. I was going to say different than a Freddie Mercury type, but certainly commanding an audience yeah. when, I mean, you listen to and do what he says. Or, right, you know, right. I mean, you just fall under his spell. He creates the show. When you yeah. go to the shows. Yeah. Um, and also his sunglasses are not like, they, they actually... 
They're tactical. They're, 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 they're not tactical, but... My tactical sunglasses allow me to see everything I need to see. But they are necessary. You, uh, you thought they were... Oh, what? No, he, had, he has light sensitivity issues. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, so he's 59 today. Uh, great drummer, Danny Carey of Tool. And remember, they just announced that uh, they indeed gave a, uh, a release time frame for the new album. Uh, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it's coming up this year. I think it might be in August. Yeah. Uh, so that is on the way. Danny is an awesome drummer. He plays Tool. If if you don't know like time signatures and things like that, if you're not a musician, um, you may not hear the complexities of what they do. But it's very intricate music. So I'm not at your level, obviously, but even I can appreciate. And I do uh, that last album. I really loved. What was it? 14 years ago? How long? Yeah, a long ago? Time ridiculous ago. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. 2006. It came. 2006. Out. Just crazy, but it was. A, I really enjoyed that album. Yeah, he's great. So, uh, happy birthday to Danny Carey, who's only one year younger than Bono today. He's fifty-eight, and that comes out on uh, August thirty, Preston. Okay, cool. Uh, Mark David Chapman. Sometimes oh. we have infamous people that yeah. have birthdays. Well, he today. still has a birthday, and I'm sure they're going to do up a nice little thing for him. He's the man who shot and killed uh, John Lennon. Uh, which I clearly remember that happened. Just a, a deranged individual. And you remember the book he was uh, holding, right? Uh, it was Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he also he had he had impersonated Lennon. He would uh, he, he he adored Lennon. He did. He is, lo- it's so it was... weird that these people, Preston, in, in a it. number of these cases, the object of their adoration suddenly becomes somebody they need to kill. Yeah, it's I guess is it, it it's a akin to cons- consuming them of sorts. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I don't know. It's very, very strange. But uh, he's 64 today. Linda Evangelista, the uh, model, always liked her. Is 54. Yeah, she was in the Faith video, right? Oh, um... Freedom ninety. Freedom. Oh, yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah the, Campbell, and George Michael, all the man. George Cro- Michael got all the women. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was just breaking it in. Cindy Crawford was in that one as well. Yeah, total. Uh, I mean, that's magnet. about that's about as big as a beard as you can hang. <laughs> because his videos just had all the hottest yeah. women of the ZZ. He had beards of a ZZ top level. Yeah. That's but he had he had all these models and uh, wait, wait, wait for, but he he identified as bi, did he not? He, no, I, I thought he was gay. I didn't think he's okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like a seven foot guy who just doesn't like playing basketball. Well, right. You know, like no, no, no. here's the deal. Yeah, yeah, you're he right. He did have a, an, a girlfriend. She was, um, I think, a Japanese model. So he, well, who the hell? I don't well, know. listen, I, I mean, know there... he, liked, he liked holes in bathroom walls. I know that. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think. <sighs> Uh, well, this is a conversation listen, for another time. Just go back yeah. and, and listen to George Michael sing. That dude was an yeah. amazing Excellent. vocalist. Excellent. Um, Excellent. But it's Linda Evangelista's birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, what about her? Oh, it's her birthday. Yeah, we're talking about George and Michael. For she's her. dating, as you said, Mark David Chapman. Uh, no. Oh. Well, I I don't no. know. Honestly, I can't speak to no, that. No, no. It we, may be true. We cannot confirm or deny. Linda Evangelista is 54 today. And then the last birthday I saw, uh, Donovan, the singer. I like Donovan. I do, too. Uh, he just He's had a cool style about a mellow yellow, yeah. hurdy gurdy man, and sunshine Superman with the three big hits. In What's the one? Um, is he? Does he do down below the water? I'm not sure. Down below the water, down. All right, I, I don't. Know. I only know. I don't. I, I only know those three songs: mellow yellow, hurdy gurdy man, and sunshine Superman. Uh, he's 73 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. I have not tested out the phones. I don't even see a way to actually click on a line. You have to Eskimo. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. No, I got it. I got it. All right, so we are looking for. Uh, it's a, a question about our buddy uh, Matt Ritter. 
uh, who is one of the executives here at uh, Subaru of America and has been the point person uh, for the camp out for years and their amazing contributions. Uh, but he has a very hairy part of his body, <laughs> actually 10 parts of his body or several He's parts. He's just hairy in general. But he this, is. This, this is an exceedingly weird place to have this Fabio-like air conditioning. We focus in on it, and it's also the name of a fictional uh, private eye that you'll hear on the show from time to time. So let me try this out. Joe, Hello? are you there? Hello? Yeah, Joe, you're on the air. How you doing, man? Hey, brother. How are you? Good. So do me a favor and tell me what is uh, what part of uh, Matt Ritter is uh, Harry? I'm going with Harry Knuckles. Harry yeah. Knuckles. That is correct. Yes, absolutely. Hang on the line, Joe. I think he's already on hold. And we are going to set you up, bud. We have, prize-wise, a pair of tickets for the 2019 Brewfest at Mount Hope. And it is uh, tomorrow... And it's presented by the, this is Harry Knuckles' uh, theme music, by the way, uh, PA Renaissance Fair, a celebration of all things beer at Mount Hope Estate and Winery in Mannheim, PA. You must be at least 21 years of age to enter. Visit parenfair.com slash brewfest uh, for tickets and information. Hey, 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 hairiest knuckles I've ever seen. Yep, they are. Disturbingly so. We'll, uh, we'll meet those hairy knuckles. Oh, yeah. A little bit later on. All right, so let's get into the entertainment report. We're going to start with this. Hillary Duff and Matthew Coma are engaged. Duff shared a good the good news on Thursday, showing so it could um, be Hillary Coma uh, shots of her yeah maybe of her ring and herself with her love on Instagram. I like her. Uh, she captained the po- captioned the post. He asked me to be his wife, and he posted the same photos, writing, "I asked my best friend to marry me, uh, but he said no, so I went with her." <laughs> the pair were first linked. In early 2017, but they broke up for a few months. Then in September of that year, they were back on. In June of 2018, the 31-year-olds announced that they were expecting a child. They welcomed their daughter, Banks Violet Bear. There's a weird name. On uh, October 25th. Do you remember when the announcement came out yesterday, Preston, they put up that video. I forget what it was from, but she was doing a seductive dance and she was holding a scorpion. Do you remember this? No. Yeah, from years ago. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Interesting. Uh, she also shares a son, Luca Cruz, with her ex-husband, Mike Comrie. So they're engaged. Alex Trebek sharing the details about his ongoing cancer battle. The Jeopardy host sat down for an interview with CBS um, Sunday Morning's Jane Pauley, where he opened up about being diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. The show's going to air on Sunday, but a preview was released yesterday. He says that uh, he continued to work even as he went through treatment. Which led to some seriously tough days. He said, this got really bad. He said, I was on the floor, writhing in pain. Uh, It went from a 3 to an 11, and I just couldn't believe. I didn't know what was happening. It's astonishing. When you watch him on the show, and, you know, this is obviously as all this is going on, that all that was going on behind the scenes, you could tell no difference in the way he has always been. It was amazing. He said, and it happened uh, three or four times a day while we were taping. Jesus. That was a a little rough on me, he said. How many shows do, do they tape a day, right? Because they do like bank five. a whole bunch. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. But still, still he, so the, the, spa, the spasms, these pain spasms were coming up in, you know, in waves, mm-hmm. uh, but he still managed to get out there on stage. Yeah, they usually do a week's worth in a day case. And uh, Steve, I was watching the teacher's tournament last night. and Would you know? No. And you would have he, no idea. He came over and, and congratulated the winner, and all three contestants were just smiling. And, and, and again, I don't know if the tapings that, that you we're watching now, they knew. They were aware of it at that point. I think at this this point they would. I think right? so, yeah, too. Yeah. But it's just you see this interaction with these people, and I'm more hyper aware of it because of everything that's going on with him. But they, he just looks like a happy person. Yeah, it's amazing. 
Uh, the 78-year-old said that he tried to muscle through the pain. He said, I had uh, 15 minutes before the next show, so I got myself together. And spasms usually last about 10 to 15 minutes. So, all right, here we go again. Anybody got pain pills, he'd say. And I don't like taking pain pills, but I got through it. And the producers were very kind. They said, look, if you don't want to do the show, we'll just cancel the taping. And I said, no, we're here. We're going to be doing the show. Oh. Jesus. His hair, by the way, is gone. Yeah. Uh, he hopes to grow it back. For now, he says he's wearing a hairpiece. Which is a really good hairpiece. I had no idea. Uh, the interview will air at 9 a.m. Uh, on Sunday on uh, CBS. So you'll be able to check that out. Uh, an actress has told how she was conned out of over $9,000 by her ex-Marine Paralympian lover after meeting him on the set of the Goldbergs during a tour for wounded veterans. This is Haley Orantia, who we had in the studio and a while she back. she was awesome. She met Brandon uh, Pelletier. Uh, in October 2015, on the set of the Goldbergs, he was part of a tour for wounded veterans, and she was among the show's cast. It was uh, at the ABC show set in Los Angeles. They began dating, uh, but in 2017, they broke up when she learned that he had been using her credit card to make over $9,000 worth of purchases. Honestly, all things considered, $9,000 is fairly low, mm-hmm. you know, because you've heard other stories where sometimes they clean out the person. Mm-hmm. So, But it's good she got uh, wind of this earlier. He was arrested and has been uh, sentenced to four years of deferred probation, but he escaped jail time. And now she's telling her story of how he seduced her. She told people that after initially meeting, the pair kept in touch over Instagram, where he would send her friendly messages on Valentine's Day or possibly New Year's Eve. And uh, they're both from Texas uh, and had lived in Nashville, where she spends her time when the show is on hiatus. And around six months after they met, he flew to L.A. to spend two weeks with her. And she said, I remember thinking, how romantic. But her friends said uh, that they thought he was kind of creepy. Really? Yeah. That's so their, their radar was in tune. We talk about if you're a friend, what do you do? You uh, know, do you, do you inter- inject yourself into the whole deal? Will you catch crap because of that? So they dated for a year, and then he moved in with her in Nashville. She recalls how he won her over, uh, her fr- won over her friends and family instantly. Uh, he had served in the Marines as a heavy machine gunner and was deployed to Iraq in 2007. He injured his arm while there, and since returning, competed as a runner for Team USA's Paralympic team, uh, taking part in the London 12 games. Their relationship, she said, was going on. Going well until uh, she received a call from the bank telling her that there had been fraudulent activity on one of her cards. She was standing next to him at the time and was livid because she knew that the charges were in the thousands. She asked him immediately if he was taking the money from her, but he denied it. They continued dating. But a few months later, she got another call from the bank and- more suspicious, suspicious charges. Uh, the teller alluded to her that it may have been her boyfriend because he was the only other person with access to it. So she FaceTimed him to confront it and interrogated him until he confessed. Uh, she reported it to the police. Wow! Right away. Good for her. It's wild though. Breaking it off. Like on paper, Preston, this guy. This guy seems like optimum boyfriend material. You know, he's a veteran. He's done all sorts of military things and wounded warriors, all that stuff. But uh, there you go. Uh, he has since sent her a formal apology in the form of emails, saying that he was so sorry to her and her family. But uh, uh, he was told to pay restitution, escape jail, and it's unclear what he spent the money on. So she wasn't mm. having it. She called the cops. There you go. Amelia Clark is maintaining her innocence in the Starbucks coffee cup scandal. In case you missed it, a random <laughs> Starbucks cup appeared in the last episode of Game of Thrones, prompting outrage and hilarity on Twitter. Uh, The scene in question occurred during a celebratory dinner at Winterfell, and it showed Daenerys Targaryen giving her boyfriend, uh, Jon Snow, some major side-eye. 
Clark took to Instagram to share a shot of herself holding coffee, writing, Did I just stumble upon the truth here? The cupbearer does not drinketh the Starbucks tea. Oh, and this ain't a spoiler, just a lost wanderer coming home from a mid-filming cuppa, which is what they call it in the UK. Of course, then, afterwards, there was a barrage of things that have been caught in the background. Oh, yeah. Listen, when you're putting on something this big, stuff is going to elude the uh, continuity checkers. But uh, As Nick Murphy, he was commenting. He's like, dude, this stuff happens all all the time. Time. time hbo has edited out the uh the cup and yeah on the show from here on out and but, the subaru outback that was in the uh, uh background but the screen grabs uh are still there the show did respond to the uproar on twitter writing the latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake uh Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea <laughs> preston uh just getting back to jeopardy real quick um you remember you got that email last week from uh, mariah she was going to be in the Teachers tournament. She's uh, from Wincote, and she was on Monday's tournament. And she said that they did the taping on April first and second, and they did know about Alex's cancer. Uh, at one point, she heard, overheard him say, "I'm really hurting right now." He wow. bent over in pain. Wow! Wow! Well, speaking of hurting, uh, Amelia Clark also spoke on a serious note recently, telling uh, stylist that after suffering from two brain aneurysms, uh, her self-esteem was deeply impacted. Remember, she had surgery. She yes, could have died very easily. She said, I was so full of drugs from being in the hospital uh, that I had a lot of water retention and one half of my face was quite swollen. I felt so deeply unattractive. Uh, but I can see. Yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. I can see. What I can see now is that I could see the pain behind my eyes and no amount of anything can cover that. But how many you. more episodes? Two. Two. Two and it's done. Two and through, man. Are you are you just chomping at the bit or do you, are you conflicted? Do you I'm conflicted. I don't I don't want it to end. Yeah. I know that there are planned spin-offs, but I this storyline is so damn good I don't want it to be over. But you know what? I'll just watch it again if I want to. Yeah. Uh let's see. Over after three days at home with baby Archie and new mom Meghan Markle, Prince Harry is headed back to the office. What is that office and what does he do at that office? That's a good question. Does he talk into the fan? Oh yeah, Lord. <laughs> la, la, la. On Thursday, uh, Harry arrived at in the Netherlands to promote the 2020 Invictus Games, which right. are going to take place there next May. Uh, Harry, who helped launch the games in 2014, was photographed with wounded, sick, or injured servicemen and women. Uh, but he's wearing his new status as Daddy with pride, literally his jacket. Instead of having his name, simply says Daddy on it. So that's kind of fun. Hey, Tom Hanks is joining Savannah Guthrie. To co-host an hour of uh, NBC News' Today on uh, Thursday, May 23rd. What's that about? He'll report live from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, Hanks is considered by observers to be uh, an attempt to take the wind out of CBS's This Morning sales as it introduces its new lineup. So I guess it's a counter-program. Oh, okay. Is, is he known for being a racing fan? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it features uh, uh, Gail King, joined by Anthony Mason and Tony... Uh, the Koopal? The Koopal? Is that the, I don't know how you if they really, really If they but, want a home run, a book R. Kelly to host an hour. Uh, the new on-air team debuts uh, May 20th in addition to Hanks. Uh, today also has Cheryl Crow slated to perform, so they're doing some cool stuff. Hey, Steve, you and Tom Hanks uh, share something in common. I didn't know that until this morning, but he is a huge fan of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Really? Yeah. See, he, well, that's going to be our entree, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Once he knows I'm a fan, he's going to be the pathway to the stage. <laughs> Somebody yeah. get word to him. Ah, took sweet. How did I possibly not know that this obscure broadcaster in Philadelphia? So Sharon Stone, who is 61 years old, recreated an iconic scene from 1992's Basic Instinct for the cover of Vogue Portugal. Uh, she struck her spread leg pose for the magazine's sex issue for yeah. one cover. 
Uh, in another, uh, she was photographed topless in the ocean. I'm sure she's covered up. There's no way. No, they always say topless. I know. They, yeah, so it's essentially you're topless under your clothing. Yeah. Right, exactly. But, you know, this is Europe, so. Uh, no, but still, it's her. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I wasn't she, allowed to watch that movie as a kid because of the. Oh, yeah. of the, well, uh, I can the, imagine as the, a kid, uh, right? Well, kid, mind you, I think I was like. I was probably like ninth grade. Like I was yeah. older, not not a young kid. I think now it probably looks like turkey bacon. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, right, maybe. Yeah, no, was, no, but, but you remember when the scene occurred in the movie? Yeah, the mind you, it's not like there wasn't you know full hardcore regular stuff available, but you had a major star. Oh yeah, doing that. Well, and, and Sans the, underwear. The big part about it was in the movie is you you, you kind of did a, a double take. Did she? Did What's that, that just? Yeah. Did you just do that? Did she draw a face down there? Uh, so, yeah, if you've never seen it, she's not wearing panties. Yeah. She does this obvious, un- leg, uncrosses her legs and then crosses them again. Yeah. It just gives a full-on flash of the badge for mm-hmm. everybody. And she throws off the guys who are interrogating her by doing that, uh, right? Exactly. That's the move. Yeah. So uh, so she's Who's reenacting, up for fish? <laughs> reenacting that uh, on the cover of Vogue Portugal. So. I always thought it was weird that Newman was in that scene. Yes. <laughs> Wayne Knight from... <laughs> Seinfeld. And he's spreading bullets. Yeah. I don't even remember that. They yeah, so to... they're all sitting there, and they're they're smoking, and she's smoking. Yeah. And um, she sort of takes control of the room by doing that. Yeah, I remember that part, but I don't remember... Uh... Newman's Newman. there, Newman. and Seinfeld's there as well, wow. and Kramer. <laughs> what is the deal with lunch with your vagina? Yeah. Uh, so Ellen DeGeneres is thinking about ending her long-running eponymous talk show. She told The Hollywood Reporter, she said, yeah, of course. I think that uh, whenever I'm tired... I think that whenever the show is a little rough to do, I'll know when it's the end, though. I'll know when I feel it, and I don't feel that right now. So I don't think so. We'll see how long I go. But, you know, I didn't think it, uh, I'd go, it'd go 16 years. That show's been 16 on the air for years. 16, 16 years. years. I remember, like, the first week that that was on. Yeah. And it does not seem that long ago. Kathy liked it immediately, I remember. Yeah. You were just like this. I, I love the, the way she does the show. It's been huge. And I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's another show. It'll come and go. And here it is, 16 years later. Yeah, like, the, I was looking at the shows that are renewed. Um, like, the, the this Hawaii Five O that's on now, yeah. it's been on for like 12 years. That's crazy. I'm like, what the hell? Because I, I, I think I've seen like 10 yeah. seconds of the but entire of the, run. You know, a lot of those yeah. shows end up and they just run. It's like, is anybody watching these things? But yeah. they stay on for, for a decade plus. Now, Rosie O'Donnell had a decent run for a little while. She did. Now, she, she absolutely quit the show. Yeah. She had enough. But I don't think Ellen is at that point. Uh, and when she does pull the plug, she said that she'd spend more time doing stand-up. She said, I think once I'm done with the talk show, I'm not somebody that needs to be on stage and in front of the uh, camera all the time. I'm happy to step back when I'm done. I'll be happy to just be doing my brand and doing production. So once I'm done with the talk show, I think then you'll see me do stand-up once in a while. And uh, that's it. She, she also has that clinic that uh, I guess Portia DeRossi gave to her. It's a, uh, a gorilla sanctuary. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah. teach the gorillas to type. Which is a, uh, so they can get careers. No, you don't. Yeah. She showed um, for jobs, know, right? So they get for jobs. They need, I mean, yeah. you can't just sit there and eat leaves. Gorillas yeah. need to work. Yeah, but uh, they showed footage of her Preston when she first started in stand up, and she makes the point she's a dead ringer for David Spade. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I've got to. You see know what that. works though about her show is that you can tell like she's having fun with it still, which yeah. is probably why you know she's still doing it and she hasn't pulled the plug. Right. Right. Uh, so let's see. How about this? Hillary Swank has been cast in the lead role for Netflix's upcoming drama Away. What was the last thing she did? 
I'm not really sure. Uh, The two-time Oscar winner will play American astronaut Emma Green, who is leaving her family behind to command an international space crew headed for Mars. Hey, did anybody ever watch that? uh, I believe it was Amazon Prime, uh, the one with Sean Penn where they're going to Mars. I heard it was really good. Like, it was called like First Man. It was called something. Hillary Swank on Mars. No, no, no. But not First Man. That was about uh, Neil Armstrong. That was Neil Armstrong. But it was Second Man. Second Man. <laughs> Either way, uh, it was really, really good. And I, I hope that they're going to do a second season. The first. I, I don't yeah. think so. I don't the th- first. That's what it was called. The, the first. first. Yeah. The okay. first. Dot. 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 Not man. <laughs> yeah. Not man. Not really the first. <laughs> Uh, We're not even sure the first. NBC has given a series order to the drama pilot Council of Dads from uh, Doubt creators Joan Ratter and Tony Phelan. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer Television and Universal TV as well. Dads starring uh, Sarah Wayne Callies, uh, Clive Standen, Tom Everett Scott, and uh, J. August Richards marks NBC's third new series pickup for the next season, joining uh, legal drama Buff- Bluff City. Bluff City. I'm, I'm sorry, Bluff City Law, starring Jimmy Smith. All right. And Cal Penn's immigrant comedy, Sunnyside. Uh, meanwhile, Steve, on the CW, Batwoman, uh, Katie Keene, and Nancy Drew all got picked up for series. So the tr- did you see the uh, extended, well, it's not extended, but it's an extended tease for the uh, Batwoman series no. on the CW. Looks no. good. Yeah. Uh, and a couple, so, and they announced yesterday that Supernatural, Natural uh, is uh, is going to be the last year next year, and that show has been on for 16 years, Casey. Oh my God, <laughs> it's crazy. And that's the one that you really enjoyed, and then after a while, it was, it was like, like right. oh, "Come on, man, is All anyone right. going to die on this show?" Yep. Uh, let's see what else you have here. Uh, one more little bit of uh, gossip, I guess, or or uh, tidbit. You know. Yeah, it's a bit of Tid. Um, uh, Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, we, uh, the, yeah, just the married, uh, what, Joe Jonas? Which Jonas is? Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas for 15 times. Uh, has dished on her brother-in-law Joe Jonas's recent post, uh, Billboard's wedding to Sophie Turner. Uh, she told Access Hollywood we were at the Billboard's. Joe, I think, had this idea that he wanted to do this, but we were at the Billboard's, and he had these little black cards uh, that we all got, and we were like randomly inviting our friends, like people we met, and uh, we were like, "All right, we're going to set up this wedding now, and we're going to the chapel right from here." And please arrive, please arrive. So they were just like grabbing people randomly. So the, it was that spontaneous. Yeah, I guess so. so. When, you, when you obviously the whole idea and the whole pitch of these wedding chapels in Vegas is that you show up and you can just get everything done right then and there, right? Yeah, yeah. Some of them are that, that way. quick. They, they literally have a drive-through yep. chapel in Vegas. That's how my brother got married. My little brother. Oh, in Vegas? Yeah. Elvis impersonator? The whole deal? I don't know. No, I don't think it was an Elvis impersonator. But, really? I uh, but know that. Yeah, I was so pissed because... They eloped, huh? Yeah, he uh, he totally jipped me out of a Vegas vacation. Yeah. I totally would have gone. But yeah, he and his um, now <laughs> wife went there and... You found out after the fact? Found, we all found out after the fact. Was your mom mad? Um, I'm sure she was a little pissed. Maybe. May, I, you know, I don't necessarily... Well, listen, my, my father was a deacon. You know, my mother yeah. is a, you know, a CCD Catholic You could have got a discount on Hollywood. Um, so I think they would have preferred... <laughs> Why go to Vegas? ...that they got married in a Catholic church right. with a Catholic ceremony. So I'm sure that... Th- not but, a chapel with Elvis. But well, there was... Um, there was Elvis never, is not even an apostle. <laughs> no, but there was never any, like... Um, chatter, right? Right. In, in they just did it. That, that's, that's the way to do it, or else you will be dissuaded. Yeah, but I thought I was like, man, I totally would have loved to have been a, a witness at your wedding, and you know, right. gambled a little bit or that's something. Probably like why that. they yeah. did. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, you would have shown up dressed as Lisa Marie. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Uh, so anyhow, she had said that uh, uh, Diplo, Khalid, they were all really sweet. We had them there. They arrived. Diplo Instagram Live. Oh, my God. Diplo Instagram Live. The whole thing. She said it was awesome. It was so funny. Oh, my God. It's, it was, we saw the pictures. We couldn't stop laughing. I know. <laughs> all right. So today is Friday. And on Friday, we roll through some uh, movies that are opening up over the weekend. Yeah, I don't have the music for We you. don't have the music. Oh, my God. Sorry, oh, Rose Beef. Wait. Yeah. Let me see if I can help out, but just give me a second. Okay. You have some music set up? Yeah. To, to bring... okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my jam. All right. Let me get to this because we're already running away. Right. Uh, opening this weekend, Tolkien. Yes. The drama by uh, Domi Karakuskoski. Oh, that thing is my favorite. Uh, so Nicholas Holt, Lily Collins, star, and it's about uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. As it, and I believe they say in the movie it's pronounced Tolkien. Not, okay. Not Tolkien. A lot of the oh. snooty people say Tolkien. Yeah, he said, no, he says that the character himself, he goes, it's pronounced Tolkien. Ha! Uh, so he writes, in your face, snooty people. Uh, what would become the classic novels, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings? It's rated PG-13, hour and 52 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes score so far is 48%. I'm interested in seeing this. Yeah. I didn't read the books. I, I love the movies. But you know what? I, I appreciate how uh, epic those stories are. I did read the books. Yeah. And they're good. They <laughs> are long. They're long. So the yeah. most difficult series of that level of fame that I ever read was Dune. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dune, you need... Don't even think of going into the world of Dune without getting that book that is the glossary of terms and names. Right. Cause it's, uh, and the series of books. It's so dense. Yeah. As a child, I remember watching the Hobbit movie. It was yes. the cartoon. Qu- yeah, quote-unquote animated. And I remember liking it when I was a kid, and then I went back and watched it you know, as a young adult, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, also opening this weekend is the movie Palms. We had mentioned that yesterday. It's comedy directed by Zara Hayes. Uh, stars Diane Keaton, Jackie Weaver, Rhea Perlman, uh, Pam Greer, Bruce McGill, just to name a few. Pam Greer. Uh, a, it's about a woman, a woman uh, moves into a retirement home and decides to start a cheerleading squad with some of her new friends. PG-13, hour and a half, and it's got a 32% score so far. Also opening the, this weekend is The Hustle. It's a comedy. It's directed by Chris Addison. Stars Anne Hathaway, Rebel Wilson, Alex Sharp. And Tim Blake Nelson, and it's essentially Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, yeah. female version. It doesn't look that good. Uh, two female con artists uh, try to take down the men that have wronged them. It's PG-13, about an hour and a half, and uh, 17% so far in Rotten Tomatoes. So I was right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but I, I don't, Rotten Tomatoes is a yeah. big squat to me. I, I, I have to see the movie myself. I've seen so many movies that have a lousy score, and I'm like, you know what? I like that movie. And that's absolutely right. Um, the comedies, if it falls, I think uh, it's comedy is very subjective. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then the last movie opening this weekend is Pokemon Detective Pikachu. <laughs> uh, act, uh, adventure Family It's directed by Rob Letterman. Ryan Reynolds, Justice Smith, Catherine Newton, Suki Waterhouse. Uh, oh, that's uh, Bradley Cooper's ex, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, you're right about that's that. That's right. And uh, it's about Tim, who tries to find out what happened to his missing father and gets help from his dad's former Pokemon partner, Detective Pikachu. Uh, rated PG. <laughs> I know. Jesus, uh, what are you going to do? It's Friday. It's an you, hour. You, you got to report this. Stuff. Ace hour, is going tonight. Hour and 44 <laughs> minutes long. Oh, well, he should. And it's got a 68% score at Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, All right. One quick question in the movie realm. Did you see the trailer for It? Uh, yeah. No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, because it was sent to me on my phone, and I don't want to watch it on my phone. Yeah, I watch it's it something bigger. awesome. All right, let's go to the next clip. All right. It takes an intro. Where the hell is 
Yes. <laughs> there's, there's nothing on here. There's nothing on here. This isn't labor. All right. It takes an interesting life uh, through World War One to inspire classic stories such as Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. And in this clip, Nicholas Holt talks about uh, what it's like to play the different personas of Arthur J.R.R. Tolkien. And let's hit the clip. Go ahead, Jason. And that's what was wonderful about this story, learning about, you know, him becoming an orphan, but then finding love and the friendships that he developed that gave him that, that safe place to create. And then all his, also his experiences during the war. And I think that's the, that's the great thing about playing him as this character is you get to see these different elements of what made him the man and the creative genius that he is. Shut the f*** up! So there's <laughs> some, some really intense scenes, Preston, where he's writing on a legal pad. It's just amazing. Uh, Tolkien is in uh, theaters today. Here's the next clip. Another movie we just talked about, The Hustle, is a modern retelling of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that puts on a modern twist, puts a modern twist on an old story. And here, Rebel Wilson explains why it's an honor for her to be a producer. Hit it, Jason. I'm so proud of this movie, and to be the producer on it, uh, along with Roger, is just like it's a real honor. Because first of all, to reboot Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is an honor, and it's such a classic comedy. And then to put my own comedic spin on it. It was just really cool. Shut up, dummy. And the hustle is in, in theaters today. It doesn't seem like it's very difficult or just it's a lot of extra work to talk with an Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, right? I like her, though. <laughs> Do you? I don't get her. Oh, really? Yeah, I, like I try. Yeah. I, you know, it, it pitched perfect. I wish it was somebody else. And yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I just don't. I, I try. I don't hate her. I just don't get her. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we all have our cross to bear. Absolutely. All right. Bears to cross. So we have uh, a live broadcast that's happening right now as we speak. We are sitting here uh, in the cafeteria, the dining area of the cafeteria of Subaru of America. Our super chill room. From this uh, location. It's a new location. Yeah, well, people are trickling in. No, I like it. It's very casual. We're already a couple hours into work, and everybody's just kind of making their way in right now. Yeah. Having some breakfast. And by the way, they have amazing food here. But you're right. this, This actual... the decor and the layout of this is really really cool the the um uh the furniture is kind of a uh, uh late 60s early 70s yeah yep uh cafe-ish it's, it's got a real chill vibe to it like a like a yogurt place yeah yeah not bad right You're right like it's a kinda, world peace or it's whatever like that real really Fro-yo. really bright uh colors and everything and uh, a lot of hairy knuckles and, Body. yeah <laughs> 10 of them to be yeah yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt Ritter has arrived. We'll, we'll get him on the mic in a little while. So, But we're, we're going to meet uh, our friends from Subaru through the course of the morning and Phil Abundance as well. Yes. And uh, we'll, we'll have some contests and games and things like that, give some stuff away. We're just here to say thank you uh, for the amazing work done once again by this incredible company, the employees, the people that make up this place, and what they've done uh, to help you know end hunger as, as or as close as that as we can get it uh, in the Delaware Valley with, the, uh, with Camp Out for Hunger and and their contributions are pretty amazing. Yeah, staggering, I would say. Why, I would say staggering. We are happy to be here once again. So let's take a break. We'll come back in just a moment, and we will continue our live broadcast from Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey. Back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Well, he's here standing before us. Ladies and gentlemen of Subaru, Mr. Matt Ritter is yeah. here. Good morning, everybody. 
Morning. Good morning. Good, welcome back. Nice to see you, sir. Nice to nice for you guys to be here. We are uh, actually celebrating our one year anniversary here in our brand new head. You are here this week yeah. to help us celebrate. So when we did the show last year here, it was just brand new. Yeah, we, you, we were in here for about a month. We wow. backed it up a little bit the live broadcast because we want to make sure that things were actually working here. Right. And, yeah. That uh, helps. Once we that yeah. They were. Are you yeah, happy we, with the way everything is? Oh, uh, we could not be happier, could we, folks? Is this place great or what? <laughs> You know, I was walking to the bathroom. We walked past. There's a huge, glorious gym. Yes. They have an oh ATM. My God. They have like a gift shop. I wish we had a dry cleaner, workout, a dry workout facility like that. Wouldn't that be awesome? It'd be incredible. I mean, it's part, part and parcel. Yeah, we're, of we're very fortunate. The employees really love it here. Um, it's 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 changed. It's really changed how we operate as a company. Uh, being in this new building, we've doubled our population down here. We all collaborate a lot more in this open workspace environment. It, I saw it, the maternity it, ward. It's awesome. Wow. <laughs> was there anybody in there? <laughs> so, no, yeah, with a whole bunch of babies, a whole bunch of new Subaru employees. Yeah. So, Matt, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you a little bit later on at, yeah. at length about some of the things going on with Subaru. But one of the things that I I reached out to Matt leading up to this broadcast, I'm like, anything going on that you can tell us about, just to have a heads up. And, and he goes, Hey, you know what? Not only and he, and he mentioned a few things, uh, a few efforts that they have and, and product lines, and we'll, we'll get some of that info later on. Uh, but he also said, Here's some uh, kind of interesting things about some of the employees here, and he highlighted a couple of people. I'm like, You know what? We need to meet the people of Subaru. Yeah, absolutely. With some interesting things. And in fact, we came up with a little jingle that we're going to play leading into this. So, Jason, I haven't heard this yet. We requested it, so I want to hear this. Jason, if you would, go ahead, please. These are the people who work at Subaru. Work at Subaru. Work at Subaru. Oh, these are the people who work at Subaru. They're the people that you meet each day. Wow. How about that? That's thanks to Bono. Yeah. No, that almost wasn't Bono. Bono? Oh, it's his birthday today. Oh, right. No, but that was shoes. Oh, our shoes. Production our, our Bono. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, uh, who are we going to meet now? Who is this? We are going to meet Megan Fleck, who uh, works in our market development department uh, here at Super of America, and she is our resident video gamer. Okay. Video gamer. Oh. And not just somebody who plays video games. It's a little deeper it's than It's no that. joke. Like, Megan, what's uh, And by the way, welcome. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Uh, I am the best female Halo 1 player. In the world. In the world? Wait, in, in the world? world? Seriously? Is, is that by full certification and classification, or is it in personal perception? Uh, Well, both. Okay. Ranked. Uh, I'm kind of also one of the few female gamers uh, for Halo 1, and the game is 18 years old. So yeah. Not many of us left. Yeah. Well, that, that for me, and when these guys know it, we got the first Xbox when it came out in the yep. studio, mm-hmm. and, the, and I had sort of taken a break for a couple of years from video gaming, and that first Halo... Was it? I, it just blew me away. And you continue to play? Yeah. So me and my friends will get together a few times a year, three, four, five days in a row. We'll go, you know, 16, 18 hour gaming wow. sessions. Wow. You're the real deal. Yeah. We'll, you know, sleep 20 people in a living room. Usually I get like a private room since I'm a female. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you're, that's good. what I was going to ask you. The people you're playing with then mostly are men. Yeah, there's a couple pictures of me with like 50 dudes. Like, <laughs> do those dudes know you're a woman, or do they just think you're a weird guy? Well, it's kind of awkward because there's a couple of them that I haven't met, but they all know who I am. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, right? Right, um, right. And that, well, that's so that's cool. So I, I remember the the um, so the the competitive version of that first year. I mean, and, and then later on, it became all about the online playing, but it was good. Uh, but it was uh, so. What kind of can you make money on that? Have you made money on that? Uh I made some money off of Halo 2 when I was in high school, just at the local level, like one right. local tournaments, a couple hundred dollars here. I was pretty much just funded my, like, Applebee's obsession when I was <laughs> 16 or 17. There you go. Um, uh, uh, uh. 
you know, bought me some top, uh, some T-shirts from Hot Topic, right. Pack Sun, which I was really into for some reason then. Um, right. Does it piss off guys when you beat them? Oh, my God. I've yeah. had guys, like, curse me off over the Internet. Oh and then, uh, then I'll see them in person, and I'll say, hey, you're the guy that said this to me. Yeah. And then they don't say anything to me in person, and I love it. Yeah, I awesome. thrive off of it. You're like, you're, you're a shark. She's a, she's yes. like a video a game bit. shark. They don't expect it. You can come in and hustle them, exactly. maybe play a game, yeah. and, oh, man, I lost. And then say, why don't we double the money then? This right, right. <laughs> Just kick the ever-loving crap out hey, of Hey, do them. your skills at Halo 1 port over to any other uh, game, especially, you know, first-person shooter games? Um, I've played some Fortnite, that newer game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at it, even though I haven't really played it much. Uh, I just think the competitiveness, you know, knowing what to do in different situations, you can be good at other video games, but you just need to put the time into it. And I'm, I'm going to be 30 this year. I just don't yeah. have the time. Like, well, I, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, building in Fortnite is, is a major uh, skill that you need to, like, hone. You know, my, I watch my son play Fortnite all the time, and what's funny about that is when somebody takes him out, he's like, oh, they suck. And I go, yeah, but they just do. You know, yeah, they, the, they just took you out. They bested so, you. Yeah, so yeah. that means you suck more. How about uh, Overwatch? You play that at all? No, no. Okay. I really haven't, other than Halo 1 and Fortnite in the past couple years, I just haven't had time. I, mean, okay. I had more time to play when I was younger. I so. mean, people are, it's a professional leagues now. Yes, it in is. In fact, you, you know the facility they're building. Have you heard about that at, at Next to Xfinity? I've heard about that. $50 million esports center. Yeah. How often do you play? Halo one probably like three, four, five times a year, but again, it's like a four or five day binge period. Yeah, yeah. You, but so, you're not like going home after work and Halo one. You can't play it online. So oh, okay. You have to. I have to fly. Or they call drive. it land game. Land. Oh, yeah, you, you have, have to, to have hook up like all the all the consoles. Go to your buddy's house and have like twenty TVs and just take over the entire house. But okay. you get uh, if you haven't played in a while, you're a little rusty. Take a couple games, get back up to for speed. sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Wow. That is wild. So By the I- way, Marissa handed me this note. Her coworkers are amazed and did not know this. <laughs> oh, no kidding about <laughs> Megan that she's the number one. Halo One player in the world. Halo well, One female, 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 female player in the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's still still amazing. Okay. And yeah. number two meth dealer. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. It's just amazing. I don't think so. No, well, I don't know. Are you a meth dealer? <laughs> uh, no. No. There's a lot of video guys who yeah. stay at home and they do that. But but uh, outside of Halo One, what is your favorite video game of all time? If you've played any others, <laughs> right? <laughs> Honestly, uh, in the past 17 years, I really haven't. Just Halo played. One. Yeah. Halo One. Halo Two. Fortnite, that's it. Okay. okay. Well, you've made some good choices. What, Halo 1 stands is an absolute classic. What's your overall ranking, male or female? For, uh, any, any gender at all. Yeah. So there was a ranking that was released last year. I think it was like 20-something, 23rd, 24th <laughs> So amazing. That's damn good. Uh, now, You're awesome. Halo 3, you. Halo 3 is the one that really took off. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, do you have any interest in that game at all? Not really. Uh, they, they they change the game. They, they they push them out too quickly. They're not as competitive. I agree. Um, the the newer Halos, you know, they just don't play competitively very well. I didn't even bother playing the past two or three. And they feel like expansion packs. And when Correct. it got online, you had too many opportunities. Preston and I would always bemoan the fact that you'd be playing. Preston's kids were like seven at the time and were oh my God. using cheat codes and all that stuff. And it, it robs the game of its fun. Do you agree with that? I agree, and, and they're releasing so many games now that aren't ready to be released, and then they just patch them later. And you know, like whereas in you know before you had the downloadable content, you had to make the game right upon release. Yep. So you know your stuff. Wow. There you go. I. Oh. That's really awesome. See, you don't know who your your work is. A lot of you. How long have you worked here at Subaru? Uh, eight years. Eight, eight years. years. And you have a champion video gamer right in your ranks. In the world. That's pretty awesome. Well, th- very nice to Thank meet you. you. Thank you very much. Megan, let's hear it for Megan. Yeah.
The awesome. people that work at Subaru, and yeah. we'll, we'll meet some others through the course. Is there's some very interesting stories that to be told? My mind. Yeah. Have you guys ever been ranked in anything? Well, I for, when the uh, Modern Warfare came out, yeah, that game, uh, I was on the world leaderboard for about seven and a half seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, but uh, it was a moment to savor. I was the top six. Tennis player in Camp Taqua, <laughs> summer Taqua. summer there of 1988. Right. There were six tennis players, wow. but I made it into the top six. That's pretty amazing. Do you know what used to be the thing is is when you would get control of an, at an arcade. Yeah, and I know you were on a, an arcade oh, game for a long. I was on sure. Terminator Two yeah. for months at the Nathan's. Terminator 2 game in uh, Garden City, Long Island. Hey, can you put your initials on for that? Yes, you could. Oh, what an honor. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, trust me, it got me nowhere. My uh, my daughter came home from school earlier this week and was just um, dejected because the IHM math scores came out, right? So they, yeah. they, they ranked the kids in math. And I think this just might be in Catholic school. Sure. And she didn't make top 20. She was in the top 100 in the entire country, and and like, but she wanted that top 20 so bad, and and she I, gets your competitiveness, right? Oh, but know? I said, I said, in the whole country, hon, you're like the top you're 100 not good math <laughs> students, but one of her classmates is like the third ranked in the whole. Country. Oh, well, that, so well, that's part of it. Right? That was that yeah. was part of it. Well, maybe yeah. she'll get sick. That other, yeah. <laughs> I think I was ranked as, uh, yeah, the number one morning show in Philadelphia. Oh! High five. 15 years or so or something like that? Not when you were a kid, though. No, no, not when I was a kid, though. I don't remember anything. (laughs) No, I was never. I did win the Pinewood Derby one time. Yeah. Well, best design anyway. But those are true. Personality. Personality wise, I had the most fun more than anyone. Uh, But no, it's cool. We're going to meet a few more people uh, through the course of the morning as we broadcast live here from uh, Subaru of America. Uh, But I did have some things that I noticed that I thought might be worth uh, mentioning. And uh, so let's. Let's bring some of those out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to surprise I you. I think with that I have the effect but... for this. Oh, you do? Yes. Yeah, it's portable thanks to Rodney Bird. I don't think we have the... We don't have the music? Well, we're working on it. No, we got it. For? it my... There it is. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, whether it's back in the studio or at Subaru of America, he never stops noticing. <laughs> Look at him. He's looking around right now. He's looking over at us. He's looking at the waffles in the cafeteria. He is the noticer. He's looking at one woman in particular. <laughs> you. I'd... He sees you. I noticed her. Right through you. All right. So what I noticed and did not know even existed that... Uh, this month is National Older Americans Month. National Older Americans Month. That is correct. And how old? Yeah. Uh, Hundred and above. <laughs> uh, let me see here. You know what? I don't know. Honor them by wiping the drool off their lower lips. Stop asking me questions. Oh, uh, see. No. Uh, no, it's just older Americans. It says... Uh, yeah, older relative to what? <laughs> U.S. men and women age 62 and older. Barely. Oh, there you go. Right. Damn it. All right, so anyhow. So what is the official the official retirement? We always saw it 65. Uh, yeah, 64 and a half was, right. was the, uh, when you could retire and get certain benefits. Right, so right. So Social Security, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. But I don't Not know. Not anymore, though. You, yeah. They're, 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 well, you can, obviously, still. Well, you but, do now, but yeah, by yeah. the time we age out, it may not be there. Nah, not, nah, I've, we're I've been still told, in our 20s. No, I've been told since I was a kid that uh, when, you, when you retire, Social Security will not be there. But it, it's actually, it's looking like it might be. So yeah, yeah. It's but hard 62 is old. Uh, but 62 is apparently older. Do you know what helps, though, Preston? You do what I do and have three or four Social Security cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. But anyhow, uh, the American Advisors Group, the AAG, which is the leading provider of home equity solutions for retirement, analyzed data of more than 28,000 customers over a three-year period to find the most popular names among U.S. men and women age 62 and older. So these are popular 
older people names, the most popular in the U.S. So, okay. So when they, if they've waited that long to pick a name. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, but you know no. what? Like, these are, these are. What am I going to name the 70 year old? Mm-hmm. You know, like Gladys and Ethel and like all of those. You names always are... think of those as old people names. But those are like way older yeah, than those 62. Are okay. Agreed. I, I, Agreed. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Yeah. I was expecting, you know, Mavis and. Yeah. Like, like wouldn't it be weird to have a 76 year old Brittany? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. 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 This is Brittany. Oh, my God. Yeah. My now... name is. Like, people don't name their, their kids or call, even call them Kathy. No. If they're Kathleen, it's usually, you know, straight up Kathleen or Are Katie. you Kathleen or Catherine? I'm Kathleen. Kathleen, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, you're going to get into for, like, names like Linda, and right? You, well, you, uh, yeah. You're guessing. Casey. Is he yeah. right? Is it on there? Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> well done. Really? Yeah. Well, you throw, know, you, throw some who, more out there. Listen uh, to the cougars here. Uh, hey, Heather? Going, uh, no, Debbie. Or like Deborah, maybe? Uh, no, not on this. Not on the in the top ten anyway. What about Savannah? <laughs> no, <laughs> Mercedes. Mercedes is yeah. on here. Or sixty-five oh. and older strippers. <laughs> Elaine. Uh, Elaine Even. sounds like a, it could be a uh, possible no. older woman's name. Casey. Joanne. Uh, nope. Betsy. Outback. Uh, Close. Elizabeth? No, hang, hang on, hang oh, on a sorry. second. Oh. Not Betsy, but Betty is on there, Nick. Okay. That's number nine. Okay. okay. Betty um, Rubble. Yes. Best looking uh, Betty of yep. all time. Uh, how about guys' names? What do, you, what do you think would be on there the most popular Betty. men's name? Well, for some, yeah. yeah. Uh, George? Uh, no. What? George? Uh, George is not. You would think, I would think that that one would be on there, but James. no. Uh, James is number two on the list. Yeah. Yeah. James Absolutely. is number two. Oh, yeah. I got one. David. Uh, David or David? David is number six on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll roll through a few of these. Uh, so, Theo? Uh, Theo is not on there. <laughs> Theo. Is Steve on there? Uh, no. Ha ha. What about You're John? No, I'm incredibly old, but my name isn't. I'm sorry, Casey. Uh, I would say John slash Jack. Uh, John is on there. Yep, that's third on the list. Who so, names their kid John slash Jack? Pretty, well, no, it's just John. Oh, oh. Yeah, Wait, or Jack. And how do you get the name Jack from John? I never Jack... knew that. I never knew how you get Bill from William. Ask either. not how you get Jack from John. Right. Uh, but uh, there are, yeah, I mean, you can look up the origins of those those nicknames and so on. But bottom has to do with the Druids. Uh, yes, the ancient uh, peoples. Exactly, mm-hmm. and their naming skills. Uh, number 10 for men, for older Americans, is Don or Donald. Uh, number 9 is Charles or Charlie. Okay. Uh, number 8 is Michael or Mike. 7 is Thomas or Tom. Just the standard, mm-hmm. fairly generic name. Sorry if that's your name. I don't mean to call you generic. Uh, number 6 is David. Uh, number 5 is Dick. Or Richard. Okay. Yeah. We talked about the the the, the frequency of st- straight out naming someone Dick that that has diminished dramatically, right? Yeah. You and do you even at this day and age name a kid Richard? Yeah. Unless you have some sort of family connection. And and once again, where do you get Dick from Richard? Exactly. Probably you probably have underwear. to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have to slip him a C note. Yeah. No, the, the um, you really just have to ask. You yeah. Know. <laughs> hey Richard, can you? <laughs> Sure. Meet me after work. <laughs> yeah. No, the, um, it's not. I don't know. By the way, are there any dicks here? Any dicks in uh, Subaru? That woman racer. She was, yeah. That's <laughs> Tickalina. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine there's too many dicks in Subaru. It's just, it's just by its very nature for, it's, it's the way we think of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a name. We, sure. You had a study that said people are less inclined to do that because of the, the yeah the connotation yeah it's so, just funny that we didn't used to you know that that we was, didn't. That no. was a, a, an evolution of the name over the last what thirty years or so My forty years great grandfather was named gaping anus no oh, yeah. dear God. but now 
Was that his full, like, first full middle name? name? Yeah, okay. Gaping Anus, and his middle name was David. <laughs> he should have gone by David. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They called him G.A. Oh, this woman is over here shaking her head right now, looking at her laptop, going, you boys. Uh, it's all right, no, it's good. Uh, so, so Dick is uh, five, then you have William or Bill, fourth. Uh, I like William as a name. Uh, yes. I think it's a sturdy, regal name. And still, people will, uh, it's, yeah. it hasn't gone away. Yeah. Uh, number three. It's all the rage at the mall shop. <laughs> number three is John. Number two is James. We got those already. But number one on the list. Can I guess? Yeah. Potsy? Nope, not Potsy. <laughs> I want to guess. It's Ralph Mouth. Ralph, Ralph Mouth. No, it is Robert or Bob. Ah. Okay. Robert or Bob. Bob. Or so for people 62 and older, that is the most popular, the most common name, I mm-hmm. guess, as opposed to popular name, but common name. Fine for people uh, older. It's uh, funny when you we talked about that though again, and you all sort of reacted when I said a seventy-five-year-old named Brittany yeah. is. It just doesn't yeah. seem right. No, no. it's a, totally. Of course, I'm. They're. I'm sure they're right now. They're seventy-five-year-olds named Brittany, but it's just something. It doesn't seem well, quite linear. And now, so I'm interviewing for uh, a babysitter. I had three girls come by. I'm not kidding you. Every single one of them Brittany. name was Brittany. Oh. No kidding. Yeah. So we were okay. like, okay, okay, who do we like? Brittany with the cat. Brittany mm-hmm. with the teacher. This Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because I also feel like Brittany's that name Brittany has sort of run its course as well. But you think, but think about now. Now it's like end of high school, or I mean, end of college. Like that. That's the age. Of these girls, and that was the you know the time that many years no, ago. No, it's true. Twenty yeah, so yeah. years ago, where everybody mm-hmm. was naming their kid Britney. Because was was Britney Spears popular at that time? Do you think? Yeah, probably. Well, no, because that was you're talking like early '90s, right? So I think Britney was like a big name back in the '80s, and so the these you know people that were it was you know, Britney Rush. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah. yeah well, you know. Um, no, I think Britney was case. I think it was. I think it was into the nineties when when people started naming their kids Britney. It just you, it was a name you would hear all the time, and we had the we would say you you never meet an unattractive Britney. Yeah, Britneys yeah. are usually hot. All right, so uh, women most popular. These are older women. This is by the way, it's National Older Americans Month. So just jumping in. If I'm playing this right, we would then assume that Gladys is well out of the realm. We're talking now right. the next generation of older names. Yeah. So by the way, the the average. Age among seniors used in the study was 74. The youngest was 62. The oldest huh. was 101, though. 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're uh, that, that name is next to kin. You're you're now getting into Gladys's daughters, right? So yeah. okay. So That's when a great I show. Gladys's daughters. Well, Gladys's so, daughters. I have five of them. One is in school, and the four work down at the Frankels. Yeah, but I was uh, when you know my my. Uh, cousin's name is Linda, so that's why I, I threw that name Linda out there. Right. Uh, you know, Linda was on the list. No, Linda was no. not, but uh, Shirley is, and that's Shirley. Ken. My mom's best friend's name is Shirley. Uh, number nine is Betty. Yep, Betty, yep. absolutely. Uh, number eight is Susan or Susie. And number seven is Sandra. I think when you're 75 and older, Susie doesn't cut it. Uh, then you have uh, Nancy is six. Carol is five. Florence. It's very popular. No, Florence yeah. is not on here. Two olds. Uh, number four is Barbara. I was mm. going to say Barbara. Barb's right over there. Hey, Barb. There you go. Yeah. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> yes. Stuck to landing on that one. <laughs> uh, Barbara, are you married to a dick by any chance? No. no. Okay. Paul? Dare to dream, though. Oh, Martin. 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 Marty. Martin is a good name. Marty. Marty. Yep. Yeah, Marty. Do you call him Marty? Okay. okay. I have a cousin named Marty. All right. So Barbara and, and the- her other nickname for him, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> she said she uses that too. Sure. 
All right, number three is uh, Patricia or Patty. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to meet Patty. We're going to play backgammon. Uh, I knew girls my age that were named Patty. Oh, my God. They're all old now, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, what about Patsy? Uh, Patsy. Patsy. That seems like. All right, number two is Linda. It is on the. Ah. Sorry. I didn't and notice that. Linda is Patty's daughter, or Pat's daughter, by the way. Okay. And How about then- Stormy? Uh, no, no, Stormy's not on here. Number one on the most popular names among U.S. men and women, uh, 62 and older, this would be women. Women. Is Mary. Uh, Mary. Mary is a generic name out of fashion. Yeah, well, it's, and it's biblical, you know, very yeah. very much so, so it remains popular. That's a family a name, name for us. That's oh, my middle it? name. Yeah. Mary. That's your middle name? My middle name, okay. yeah. That was my grandmother. What was in... Uh, the, the wise guy, uh, Goodfellas? Well, yeah, Pauly, Goodfellas, Pauly. Yeah. This is Paulie, Paulie Jr., this is Paulie Sr. Yeah, and all the girls yeah. are named Mary. Yeah, yeah. 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 Paulie and Peter, right? Paulie and Peter, and this yeah. is Peter, this is Paulie's son, Peter, Petey. and this is Peter's son, Paulie. Yeah. And in fact, I think there's a scene in uh, in Pretty Woman where she goes to the, uh, you know, to get to the shop to finally, Richard Gere goes with her to buy the clothes, and, and uh, uh, the guy goes, okay, uh, Mary Kate, Mary Ashley, Mary Ellen, come yeah. out here. Mary, Everybody's named Mary. Mary Kate, Mary Pat, Mary Francis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyhow, uh, in case you did not know it, those are the most popular names amongst older Americans, according to the National uh, Advisor Group, or the American Advisor Group. Notice so. her, Nick wants to say something. Nick said, I can't notice him. He's behind Casey's head. So. Well, it, it refers to uh, older Americans, and my father specifically. He's turning uh, 72 later this year, and I told you guys last week, I think, about his uh, little adventure that he's got oh. coming up. It's this weekend, and he has still yet to tell my mom. I texted him about it last well, night. What's he doing? Know? My mom doesn't know. Well, I don't want to reveal it yet, just in oh. case uh, it gets word gets back to her, because uh, he doesn't want her to know, uh, because... But give us a hint. The word has to get back to Is her, it dangerous? Right? It's a little dangerous, yeah. Okay. And, and he's 72. It involves Chippendales. It's not Chippendales, no. Uh, he did that in his 50s. Okay. Uh, but he's doing this on uh, – it's a, a, an adventure, but I'm really proud of him. He When he told me that he's doing that, the first thing he said was, you can't tell your mother. Well, where is she going yeah, to where be? Does she... She'll be there. He's going to spring it on her apparently oh. tomorrow. So I texted him last night. I was like, are you excited for your adventure this weekend? And he just oh. wrote back, shh. And I was like, Dad, Dad, this is a text. I know what he's doing. He's going to be, you know, where they hang people from their piercings on their nipples. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. Like Chris Angel. Yep. Yeah, and, and fly him through the Grand Canyon. Yep. But or I was thinking Bro-Dozer. Bro-Dozer. <laughs> that would be an adventure. It's not skydiving, It's right? not it's skydiving. Not, no, I think it's um, bungee jumping. Playing with himself? Yeah. <laughs> just Casey, just yeah. A, yeah. That's, your, that's your signal for bungee jumping? No, no. I'm doing that. something. It's going to be risky. Because I have calluses. That was more of like a truck driver motion, if anything. Okay. Like, we, we were giving you, we were complimenting you on the yeah. enormity of your... Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, well, when you can tell us, yeah. please do, Nick. I'm so All excited right. for his excitement. All right, I noticed something else. All right, I also noticed uh, that as wonderful... Oh, noticer. Sorry about that. Don't jump all over my jam, I'm man. sorry, announcer. <laughs> noticer, announcer. Uh, so as wonderful it is to work here at Subaru of America, where we are... How about taking on the job where you test out big, gorgeous, fancy yachts for $93,000 a year? So you are as you're a test driver, test yeah. pilot, test captain, crew for $93,000 yeah, a year? Yeah, so I don't even think, Steve, that you have to... You just have to ride on it? Yeah. Well, what the hell? How do you... What's so, that about? So there's a luxury shopping website. It's new. It's called Hush Hush. And they listed the job, and it... The music so loud. loud, and it's uh, and it requires music noticer. It requires the uh, reviewer to live, eat, and sleep on the yacht for a week, 
and to thoroughly test out all of its amenities, including right. every plug socket, door, bed, shower, and tap. So you're beta testing it as an owner, yeah. not as a crew person. You're not going. You're not putting it through. Way yeah. Well, that's pretty sensational. I assume these jobs are hard to come by, right? It uh, it pays one thousand eight hundred and sixty five dollars per week. You and, get to live on this ship. And where are they? Are you doing it inside the warehouse where they build the things, or are you actually taking it out on the high seas? You know what? It doesn't indicate that. Uh, the good news because is because if it's in a pool in someone's backyard, I mean, yeah. And Steve, it says it's not necessary to have experience with yachts to apply. All right. Say the name of the yacht. Uh, no. Uh, no, uh, this is a this is a uh, a luxury shopping website. Okay, that is, that is offering this job. Yeah, no, I know. I was just because I'm looking at the yachts on the website, so I was just uh, okay wondering if I could find it because I can't find the job listed. So uh, you don't have to have experience for with yes, yachts. Yes, I would fly. like a job where I get paid a hundred thousand dollars to live on a yacht. Wait, <laughs> but by the way, on this site, you can uh, just add a yacht to your cart and then purchase. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, could you give me add. that twenty million dollar one? Don't you hate that though? When you go to check out and you realize you. Accidentally purchased five yachts. <laughs> yeah, you hit the wrong. It stores button. your yachts from last time. Yeah. Uh, so clear jet. You have to be at least twenty-one years of age, have a valid passport, and be able uh, be available on short notice throughout the year. All right. So I'm looking. Wow. I don't know how big a boat needs to be in order for it to be sixty-five feet be and a yacht. above as a ship. It's my understanding, or maybe that's the age of retirement. It says yacht lengths <laughs> normally matter. range from from twenty-three feet. Up to dozens of meters, hundreds of feet. So I, we knew. Uh, I had a friend whose uh, dad was very, very wealthy, and they had a couple of fifty footers. This is on a lake. Yeah, you know, big ass scarabs and stuff like that. Well, what cigarette about, boats? There were the two owners. Nick was it in the NFL? They purchased super yachts. Oh like yeah, two hundred and twenty yeah. feet. Yeah, uh, helipads on the yachts. Right. I mean, you, obviously, this is not something you just grab the keys. You, there's an onboard crew all the time. Oh yeah, you got to pay yeah. for yeah, that yeah. thing mm-hmm. to be staffed. So there is a, a home being built in Wildwood Crest right now, right on the bay. That I, I I've been watching it, you know, uh, sort of just grow. And I just heard some specs on it the uh, other week where apparently they're having like three million dollars worth of accessories. Like we're talking about like doorknobs and right, you know, right. anything going in, but. They also uh, are paying millions of dollars to have the canal there dredged so they can for their fit yacht for their eighty foot yacht. Wow! Yes, that's crazy. Money. They're paying how much to get the dredge? <laughs> oh my and, God! Yeah, it's F- they go to Dredgeco. Yes, F you money. I'm just curious, and, and honestly, if you can be friends with those people, that's great. But the per- how do they perceive so expenditures of that level? Well, here's the deal. So, I, I, my, my friend, one of his close friends, is very wealthy. Right? Was the uh, uh, was the CFO of uh, GE for a little while? Well, that's a good company, and has and has moved on from that to other companies. They have homes all over the country. They have these gigantic houses. I've been to one of them, uh, and. So he was, uh, my friend was on vacation with this family out in, uh, they were in Aspen or somewhere like that. And they were, they were out looking and, and even he, the guy who owns all these big ass homes and has all this money was looking at this other house going, wow, that dude's really got it made. <laughs> and my friend Will turns to him and goes, do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I mean? He's, you got it made, dude. He's got two jets. But there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, no, there um, is. And so I think that, that, that there is, there's competition in that, in, in being showy. And right. what you have. So I, I think that people, 
you know, they get desensitized to spending that kind of money, Steve. And, yeah. And uh, if you got it, you spend it, and you can justify it because other people are spending that kind And you've got to keep up appearances. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's also a keep up with the Joneses, a whole different aspect when you have people with money. And it's like, the you know, the people with more money, like you said, there's somewhere else to go. There's more to attain, and yeah. you have to be able to fit in with that you know, higher group that that's above you. Yeah. So I was eating pretzels in bed last night. I was thinking, wow, I can eat pretzels in <laughs> yeah, bed. Yeah, you can. I got time I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyhow, well, if you're interested in that job, the website's called Hush Hush, and you can check that out. I think that's all I have time. Notice, Hush uh, Hush, but that's it. To notice, for only notice two things, but no, that's... I think it was three. Actually, I noticed another thing, and maybe we'll get some more details on this. But here, as we are in the cafeteria of Subaru of America, sitting right outside, through you can see it through the glass window. Uh, they have a, a Brat, which is one of our favorite Subaru vehicles I of all time. It. Always love the Brat. This Brat right here, yeah? I have been told, the one that we are looking at is the first ever produced in the world. Is what? that right? And they have it right here. It's for the owner of the company. Bring it inside. And uh, so they've got it right here. So we'll take some pictures and we'll make sure we post that online. It's such a fun vehicle. They put all of the... Um, uh, all of the uh, upgrades. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, all the accessories on it. Exculpatory? To show that everything that you could do with the vehicle. It's so cool looking. Preston. Yeah. So, so um, was it the was it the was it this that you were talking about? The Ronald Reagan had one. Uh, no. Well, yeah. Yeah. Was and, it? And, and yeah, Matt is. Uh, yes. Is yeah. He loved it apparently. I so. love my brand. Yes. And why not? It's awesome. Yeah. Ronnie Jr. Ronnie, little absolutely. Brat, little brat. You little bastard. Uh, but anyhow, so that's a uh, that's a little piece of history that we've got right here. So we'll, I love it. We'll make sure we post some of those pictures if you want to uh, check things out as we are broadcasting live. And we're here for uh, a wonderful reason, an amazing reason, and uh, we're happy to do it over and over again. The the incredible work that this company does in supporting our efforts and your efforts in the Camp Out for Hunger. And they, they had the largest donation again this year, which means they went a live broadcast from the Preston and Steve show, and we're more than happy to do and, it. And, they, I mean, they walk the walk in every way possible, from going to the distribution center uh, you know, to just working it, to having their own, uh, raising actual food here in the, in the, yeah. in the, in the parking lot. Uh, at every level year-round, Subaru is connected to this and feeding people. So it, yep. they absolutely deserve all the accolades you can give them. And, and buy the way, their cars. And by the way, I want... All the employees to make sure you stay here, not in the next segment, but in the one after that. We are doing something with Matt Ritter that I think is going to test him. We're going to push him to the limit. This yes. Point. This may be life-changing. Human actually. endurance. Yeah. And yes, it, it might be a new chapter in Matt's life. Does he know yet? Oh, he yeah, knows. he knows. Okay. I, I, I ran, Casey wanted me to run it by him just because he didn't want us to surprise him with it, and he's he's good with <laughs> Do it. Do we have the colonoscopy device here? I Dr. Not, Mike's on his way. I've not seen it arrive yet, but I'm sure it's on the way. No, but it is something uh, that we need a, uh, a technician to help us yeah. out. Yes. Uh, So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. You guys having a good time this morning at Subaru? All right. We'll return in just a little bit from Camden, New Jersey, and uh, Subaru of America. We'll be right back. Thank you. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Somebody texted in, Steve, saying, you know, I'd mentioned the fact that we have the first uh, brat ever made in the world sitting right outside the window here. Yeah. Uh, somebody texted in and said that the brat at Subaru is, is how Ronald Reagan's brother Rugen came about. That's true. Yep. I thought we you, did it at a different time. No, but... I think it was mispronounced. Okay. And uh, Rugen. Was that? Yeah. 
And Rugen was it's born. My slower brother Rugen. A fan of the Why Yumbo. Go out and playing the brat. That's right. Um, Stop and- with the horn. Before we get into the uh, the bizarre file, which you will in a moment, and we're going to meet more people from uh, Subaru with with some interesting past. We had a really cool conversation uh, with Megan earlier, who is the number one female Halo One player in the world that works yeah. here at Subaru. I'm School. digging that. There's some other interesting, people, a lot of interesting people here. We're going to meet a handful of them. But what, one thing we cannot uh, uh, let get past us is uh, Phil Abundance. Yes. And so we have two of our favorite people. We have Glenn and Stephanie who are here from Phil yeah. Abundance this morning. They're the guys that that uh, do all the. I mean, there's a lot of people that do hard work at, right. at Phil Abundance, but uh, you guys are, are the ones that that make the call. So here we are again yeah. at Subaru, and it's awesome, isn't it? It's fantastic to yeah. be here, and we're so grateful to Subaru for all they do to help us fight hunger. Yeah, I mean, we, we always talk about how. Um, you, <laughs> I don't want to even think of a world where Subaru is extracted from the camp out for hunger, but just how important. Uh, uh, how how much does Subaru figure into the amount of food going into people's mouths and feeding um, food de- uh, deprived people in the area? Give us give us a ratio, a statistic, something to blow us away. So, 2018's camp out was the largest ever, with yeah. 1.67 million pounds yeah. of food okay. raised. Nice. And thank you guys so much for your efforts. Subaru accounted for. 555,000 pounds. Wow. So that is that is more than a half a million pounds Subaru and its employees raised. And how many people, give a guesstimate, are, were fed because of that take? I mean, you can equate pounds to meals. So we're yeah. looking at 5 million meals wow. go oh out to those facing hunger in our area, which is about one in five people okay. who are food It's hungry. amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about your organization as well. I think I saw you guys in the news not too long ago uh, with some new efforts. Is right. it uh, training people in, uh, in, in cooking and so forth? For 20 years, Phil Abundance has been running something called the Phil Abundance Community Kitchen, and it's been in a women's and children's shelter in North Philadelphia. And we do the food for four other shelters, and we've trained about 900 people, uh, who most of them are coming, re-entering from prison, Uh, into both life skills and culinary skills. And what we did on Monday was break ground on a 20,000-square-foot production kitchen and training kitchen in North Philadelphia with the help of the city of Philadelphia, the state, um, and HUD. It's been in a lot of great volunteers and donors. Well, that's, you know, we've noticed, by the way, over the course of the years, you guys, uh, Phil Abundance has always been great, but I think over the past couple of years, you guys have started to institute things Mm -hmm. that have just been blowing us away, that really take in the long-term consideration. And and, uh, it's so weird, though, with all that goes on and and all of the great work being done, that Philadelphia still has has a bad issue with... Uh, food insecurity. It's so unfortunate that a city where some people have so much, there are also so many people who have so little. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia is one of the largest poor cities in the country. And as I mentioned before, about one in five people here face hunger. In the country, it's one in eight. So the problem here, it's not just a problem, it's a crisis. Yeah. And so we're so grateful to you guys for helping us raise awareness of hunger, for helping us raise food to fight hunger, helping us. I mean, we talked about the pounds, which are one... Uh, 0.67 million pounds, but also $200,000 were raised um, through different corporations, through generous individuals, through listeners. And so without the efforts of you guys, Subaru, you know, and hundreds of thousands of others, we couldn't do what we do. So thanks, everyone, so much. Well, thank you. And it extends, you know, you start to think about Matt and, and Subaru and Matt. 
helped institute, in fact, created the idea of working to entice other businesses, right. even though they win and they, they deserve right. the win on this every year. Having a banner year for 2018 was directly as a result of the efforts of Subaru to make sure that other other companies felt welcomed in to the giving. And Absolutely. I mean, Harry Knuckles or no, yeah. Matt really has done in. a fantastic job. You see what he did? He just, he, he, he weaved the hair on his knuckles into the word love. <laughs> but it's, and it's not just what they do for us, but also what they have done for um, not only Philadelphia, but what they do here in Camden is amazing. Yeah. And partnering with other companies here and giving out on other programs also. So there's guitar is amazing back. That's what we're here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, is an amazing uh, community uh, partner. Here. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, I'm sure, to be honest, we, we're going to start talking to these guys about December very soon, probably. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll get Next set month. for Next. another Camp Out for Hunger. I know. Here yeah. we go. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, thank you guys for doing what thank you do. Thank you guys for doing thank what you, you do. Proud to be here. Thanks so much. Thank Seriously. Yes. Abundance. Amazing work. Wonderful people. And they couldn't do it without you. All right, so we're going to do the bizarre file, and I'm ready for you to fire that up, Jason. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. This morning, it's brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. By the way, Nick is going to be there for a ticket raid tonight. tonight. Six to eight. Hot damn tonight. Six right. to eight. French Creek Outfitters. Everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond all the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters, why <laughs> take a chance with anybody else? Stop by there tonight. Chance for you to win MMRBQ tickets every 10 minutes between 6 and 8. So... We'll start with this. High school pranks. We're getting to the end of the year, obviously. A lot of you might have participated in them, but students at two high schools may have gone a little bit too far uh, with $20,000 in damages at one school. Oh, geez. And a a little bit of a goofy hacked memo going out at another. Now, LaBelle Senior High School students, listen to this. I love this. Managed to send an email addressed to all faculty, staff, and students about a, quote, mandatory penis inspection. Oh, Is that right? Yes, they did. And did they buy it? It was something funny, uh, said uh, Kenneth Carrion, a parent at the school, said, but at the same time, it was something scary. Carrion said he found the humor in it, but he says that it's something serious, too. He said to get some high schoolers hacking into the system. Think about it. What are we doing wrong for security? The dean of students did send an email to parents apologizing for the prank, but exactly how the students pulled it off is something that the district is still looking into. Mom, I did great on my penis exam. <laughs> Mandatory penis inspection. Uh, then there was Clueston High School, where they went a different route. Uh, $20,000 in damage because of a prank pulled there. The district said 37 students spray-painted sidewalks and buildings and destroyed curtains in the auditorium. That resulted in suspensions and fines, and some seniors are probably not going to walk for graduation. Yeah, that's always a risk. That's, that's straight-up vandalism. Yeah, you got to be creative when it hey, comes to Hey, we burned down the school. Yeah, it was <laughs> a prank. When it comes to the prank, you got to have some creativity. Okay, right. you can't go wrong with an aardvark pizza. Uh, a uh, Kilmarnock restaurant called Indian Accent is selling the unusual spicy snack, which is topped with green chilies, chicken and lamb mints, as well as the African animal that gives it its name. Yes, aardvark pizza. Any description as to you know, everything is always described as tasting like chicken. What does aardvark taste like? Uh, that's I don't know. Uh, the restaurant prides itself on offering authentic Indian cuisine. I've uh, had aardvark poppers, and they're yeah. really good. It sells pizza, calzones, and burgers alongside some of the more standard curry house fare. Uh, head chef Anser Anton said, we wanted to bring unique flavors to the people of Kilimarnock. 
uh, and bring out the different flavors. Social media's reaction to the offbeat offering has been a little bit mixed. Aardvarks are medium-sized nocturnal animals common to uh, the southern half of Africa. They use their long tubular snout to snip out ants and termites, which they dig out with their long, sharp claws. And you got to kill them just the right way. you got to crush their heads with work boots. Is yeah. that how you do it? Yeah, yeah. Make sure that you save the integrity exactly. of the meat for your pizza? Exactly. It uh, seems brutal. Two cafeteria workers or lunch ladies were arrested at Greenwich High School on Tuesday morning. Oh, boy. It was a fist fight between lunch ladies. Really? How bad do you want to see this happen uh, Absolutely. High school oh, my God. Yes. Air nets must have been flying. Officers were called to the Hillside Road campus at about 8, 10 a.m. on report of a dispute between two women. Upon arrival, investigation revealed that the parties had engaged in a physical fight in a public place, which resulted in injury to multiple parties. Uh, Gina Gazzard and Tammy Caballero. Oh, Gina and Tammy, always going at it. Were each uh, charged with assault and breach of peace. Now, I make the worst CD. Uh, the the incident <laughs> took place shortly uh, before students began arriving at class. Both women were released on bail. I saw the lunch lady vomit into spaghetti one time. That oh, was really? Are you serious? No fist fights. Yeah. yeah our They're lunch- all in line with our trays. <laughs> I don't know what the hell was wrong with her. Oh, my God. Full out vomit. Doesn't even turn away. Vomits into the spaghetti. Our lunch lady died of tuberculosis, and so they had to do a, tuber- a TB test on 2,000 uh, students. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. twice, wow. as a matter of fact. Uh, in case you need some more nightmare fuel, here it is. A Chinese doctor has shared video of a spider building a nest inside a man's head. Uh, the, you just want to die. Uh, the patient only identified as Lee came to the hospital complaining of discomfort in his ear. The doctor looked inside to discover the small spider building a nest in the man's ear canal. The doctor said that the spider was too small and fast to be grabbed using tools, but hospital staff were able to flush it out with water. I mean, yep. so don't you feel it walking in? I don't know. You know, rubbing its feet on the mat and everything? Yeah, but I mean, and if you have an ice pick nearby, don't you try Just to... jam it in your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, a driver, this is straight out of the Blues Brothers. A driver plowed into the Wenatchee Valley Mall and drove around inside wow. before being arrested Wednesday right. evening. I have to be honest. I've always wanted to do Me that. Me too. Drive around in a mall. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, like when the Grand River Mall was closed? I w- we w- that would have been awesome. That would have been so great. Yeah. Police received a report around 6, 10 p.m. that a driver struck another vehicle in the parking lot and then drove into the mall. The driver, a man in his 30s, drove through a doorway at the south side of the mall drove to the north end and turned around. Damage was limited to tables and chairs and minimal damage to a wall. The driver was arrested as he was leaving the mall under suspicion of DUI, hit and run, possession of methamphetamine and drug paraphernalia and reckless oh, drugs. endangerment as yeah. well. Okay, I don't know if this story is real or not. I didn't have a chance to, to look up the validity of it. Is it really fun? Yeah. Then let's just call it real. It was sent to me. Well, I mean, it's fun and disturbing at the same time. Oh, those are my favorite things. 21-year-old Zachary Burdick has pleaded guilty to pleasuring himself in and desecrating a baptism pool inside of a church. Well, that's kind of weird. The incident took place on Tuesday morning in October, uh, on a Tuesday morning, Catholic Spirit of Life Church in Mandan, North Dakota. An employee saw Burdick take off his clothes, jump into the baptismal fountain near the entrance, and then dipped his, quote, rear end into the holy water fountain. Why didn't the employee stop him? Before splashing around and walking down the aisle while, sti- all, uh, while 75 people were attending Mass. 
According to the smoking gun, Burdick pleaded guilty Thursday to misdemeanor disorderly conduct and indecent exposure charges. Well, there's a picture of the guy. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe it's, it's maybe it's real, legit or not. So, uh, so I don't know. I get turned on by baptism. An employee said, "I asked Zachary about pleasuring himself and told him he cannot do that in front of others." Zachary re- replied, "Especially in church." I love a challenge. Next, I asked Zachary if he was pleasuring himself to get sexual gratification, and Zachary said, "Yes." Case, can I say that he said that he was? Mm, I can't say that, can I? I don't know. I mean, rhyme it. Rhyme it, well, rhyme it. Well, it's kind of like the corn nuts. Uh, f- yeah, yeah. He said that he was trying to, uh, and I'll, I'll rhyme it, uh, you know, trust a hut. Yeah. No, uh, we play the so, song. I think yeah. you can say it. All right. Well, anyway, I'm not going to. Yeah. Right. Uh, according to the smoking gun, he pleaded guilty and <laughs> was originally charged with felony indecent exposure, but that count is reduced as part of a plea deal, and the estimated cost to clean and sanitize the baptismal fountain is $500. Kathy, they're just going to clean and sanitize it and keep Perfect. using it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you cool uh, with that? What is wrong with people? Honestly. <laughs> Uh, he's having fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fun is a, uh, it's a relative term. To yeah. Like Where's that. the closest pool? Yeah. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Hey, can I do a quick shout out? Uh, yes. A friend of the show sent this to me. Uh, it's from our buddy, uh, Charles Sassy. You know, Sassy, uh, Charles Sassy Lance. Uh, he said, uh, his son, Kyle, he's a, he's a proud pop. He said his, his, uh, graduation from automotive school, on Tuesday, and he finished with a uh, 3.85 GPA. Just got back from the Mercedes-Benz Drive program. And uh, while sitting at the graduation dinner, he found out that he starts his new career. Wow. Uh, so if you could give him, he should have worked here at Subaru, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you give him, I did, but this kid graduated, and he's proud. We're proud of him. So, uh, so if you give him an awesome uh, uh, shout-out, that would be great. Can we do that, please? Uh, and he says, hey, Nick, I love you. Oh, oh man. There you go. Beautiful. Uh, love you too, Sassy. Thanks again for everything you do. Love you, Charles Sassy. And he said, P.S., let the nutty Irishman know oh. I'm coming for his title, brother. Because Charles has done our um, uh, uh Belly flop championship. championship. He couldn't do it last year because he had an injury he was recuperating from. Exactly. So uh, so that's for you. And we are here at Subaru. We are passing live yet another one uh, for their wonderful efforts at the Camp Out for Hunger. When we return, uh, we'll see if we can meet uh, another amazing uh, person, another employee here at Subaru. And we are putting Matt Ritter to the test. Oh, yes. And also other employees. So we'll be back in just a moment. We are here at Subaru of America. And we'll return shortly. All right. Here comes the MM Army. Join Marissa Magnata Friday from 4 to 6 at Sprint. 50 Centerton Road in Mount Laurel. Enter to win two grand to put toward a week at the Jersey Shore. Tickets to the sold-out Vans Warp Tour and custom MMR and Sprint sunglasses. Try Sprint's LTE Advanced Network now, up to two times faster than before, and the reliability you can count on. Hang with the MM Army and Bud Light Friday from 8 to 10 at Tobola's at Big Head's Richboro, 1034 2nd Street Pike. For an MMRBQ 2019 ticket read, win tickets every 10 minutes and enjoy 275 Bud Light bottles and drafts. 93.3 WMMR, everything and everywhere that rocks. By the way, Subaru of America, how are you guys feeling this morning? Hey. Love it. Nice crowd here. We're in the uh, cafeteria area. Uh, their uh, headquarters are in Camden, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and this is the one-year anniversary of this building. They're tearing down the old building, by the way, where we did many shows from, and that was a, a lot of fun and really cool until we got here. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, wow, you can make it even better. 
And uh, sure enough, we're here at the second year broadcasting live, which is pretty awesome. Uh, we are we're going to have our buddy uh, Matt Ritter on in a moment, and we have something planned with him. But first, one of the things we're doing as well is meeting some of the people that work here at Subaru that have some interest. I'm sure everybody's got something interesting. We just found out a few different things about some people. Oh, there, and there's some. Probably horrendously boring people. Well, that but, too, but the truth maybe. matter is, it's, it's, it's the way of life. But uh, let's, uh, Jason, if you will, uh, give us the jingle uh, for this. Oh, Here we go. These are the people who work at Subaru. Work at Subaru. Work at Subaru. Oh, these are the people who work at Subaru. They're the people that you meet each day. Now, earlier we met uh, Megan Fleck, who is the number one female Halo 1 player in the world. Go freaking figure. Really interesting. Now, the next gentleman is a uh, actually was a musician who toured, uh, played on the Warp Tour. How about that? Which is pretty cool. So we have Nick uh, Saracini, who is here. Did I yeah. get that right? What's up, guys? And you nailed it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Nick Saracini. Now, before we get into your, your the music side of things, you actually drove that classic brat over here to I me? did, and I barely... Survived. No kidding. No. Well, I mean, it's the first one it was ever made, right? It's a little right. dated technology. Yeah, and we don't drive them very often. So when you yeah. get out on the highway, it gets a little sketchy, but okay. yeah. we made it. Understood. Okay, so you to- when when did you play on the Warp Tour? How long ago was it? Oh, geez, we were going back. That was probably 2011, 2012, that area. Okay. Um, but my band's played over 700 shows. What band? Uh, the band's called Exit 4. It's no longer around anymore because I'm doing the corporate gig. But, okay. Uh, Exit four. What uh, what instrument do you play? I play guitar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, how interesting was that? Because you must have been around tons of other. God, really it was cool so people. much fun. Uh, yeah. yeah it, it's, it was a very long time. It was very hot, very sweaty, very smelly. Living in a van for a long time. Uh, really, not smelly. something my parents really wanted me to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right but so, but real quick, fun. exit four off of what highway? Off of the turnpike. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what? It, so obviously that's where you guys are all from. That's exactly right. Yep. That's where we were from. That was my mom's idea. She said you should name the band that. Uh, and then a beer company came out and ended up calling themselves Exit Four, and then we got a bunch of that every show we played. So <laughs> no kidding, that worked out. Did you get okay. a cease and desist, or did they? Did they? No, no. Okay. They had it we, first. It's well, a different still, industry. Yeah, sometimes they'll come in and, and try to just grab the name up. But. All right, so not to you know be insulting or anything, but yeah. I have never heard of that band before. I believe it. Um, <laughs> and did you guys have any semi hits or anything? Or uh, no, we were just on the internet. <laughs> really. <laughs> you know, uh, we've had some songs in some TV shows. Um, we like had what? some songs in the guy Keeping Up with the Kardashians has one of our songs. Well, that's um, so you'll hear like you know when they do like little flashes of transitions between scenes, they'll play like a song for a minute, and you get royalties. We get royalties yeah, on that, so cool. I, I get my three dollar check every month. So. There you yeah. go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did you write that? Uh, I did. Yeah, those songs. That's yep. pretty cool. Yeah. So at what point did you realize I this is not paying the bills? I got uh, <laughs> when I couldn't pay my bills. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> About that. Um, yeah, but I, I was still going to school, and then there was a guy uh, Andy that works here who. Gave Gave me a shot in the mailroom, and I still looked like a punk rock kid. Had the uh, you know dyed hair, earrings all the way up the ears. He saw something in me and gave me a shot. Well, not much and- has changed with your look. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you still work in the mailroom? Uh, no, no, I've worked my way up. I'm now in the corporate communications department. Wow. Uh, I do events, and uh, brought you your breakfast today from the corporate communications department. Nice, Excellent. thank you. How long have you been uh, here now? Uh, eight years. Okay, and mm-hmm. uh, so you seem to be like a company guy. You seem really happy. I love it here. You know, I, I think that there's this thing where you're either a car 
guitar guy or a musician, and you're not both. Right. Uh, and I was always just musician side of things. But getting here, I started to really love cars and right. learned a lot about it. Do you play nice. it all anymore? Uh, I still play every once in a while, but now it's just more for fun. It's not the, like the whole <laughs> out on the road kind of deal. Right. Nice. They don't give me that much time off. Yeah. All right. Well, th- well, that's cool. Yet another thing we found out about some of these Subaru employees yeah. here. So very nice to meet you. Thanks. But nice for being meeting you here. too. It. That's Nick, guys. Yeah. Nick Saracini. Word with the Warp Tour. Yeah. Pretty cool thing. Um, so let's get our buddy uh, Matt Ritter up to the microphone here real quick because... Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Matt, before we get into this uh, little thing we're going to do here, um, uh, and, and by the way, for those who may not be familiar, I'm sure that you are because uh, Matt's been on the air with us so many times. If you listen to the show at any length and you, you've heard us speak of him or had him on the air, uh, he's he's like the main point guy for the, the efforts at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. Here between Subaru, we got to know him, I don't know how many years ago, uh, uh, 10 years uh, ago. 11 eight, years nine, ago. 11, 11 years, years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and each year... He came back more enthused and uh, supporting uh, what we were doing more and more each time. And, and we just, it's been a great relationship. And, yeah. Uh, Honestly, as we said before, and as you heard from the actual people of Phil Abundance, uh, the Camp Out for Hunger would be in dire straits yeah. without Subaru. Hey, Matt, what is your, what's your official title to Subaru? I'm Vice President of Field and Distributor Operations at okay. Subaru of America. And um, appreciate all of you being here once again. And while most of our associates are down here right now, I want to point out that, uh, you know, Subaru, we try to do things differently than everybody else, right? We want to be more than a car company. And you talk to many people in different industries and businesses, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a great company. I work for this company or that company, and they're right. It is. Um, you know, here at Subaru, we're very fortunate to work for such a terrific brand. But I can tell you that what makes this such a terrific brand are these terrific people you see out here in the audience saying they need a big round of applause. <clears throat> We do care uh, so deeply. These folks are out in their communities on a regular basis, giving back. They all love the Camp Out for Hunger and being able to participate in a massive donation to uh, benefit those throughout the Delaware Valley. Uh, and they participate. We have different Share the Love activities, which we will talk about more later on this morning. Yes. That they all, they all participate in the volunteer hours that our associates put in are just almost countless. And we can't thank them enough because it's really the people – that make Subaru what it is today and make us absolutely more than a car company. And I could not be more proud to work alongside some terrific people day in and day out. It is really uh, such a, a blessing to come here every single morning. Thanks to all these folks yeah. here today. It's Great. cool. You we keep help. seeing a lot of the uh, the same faces. We see new faces, but everyone is, uh, you know, especially out of the camp out, you see people that are now friends over right. the course of years uh, from coming out and being a part of that. So. And you can tell when people uh, love it where they work. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Which What's is, not to love? Which is great. Yeah. They got a freaking We love it here. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hey, I'm um, sorry. Uh, I want to hop in here real quick because you say you're not just a car company, but you are a car company, and I want to ask you about two things that I'm very, very excited about. Uh, it is the 2020 Legacy and the 2020 Outback. Right. I, like Preston, I've never been this excited about the, the release of a car, uh, So in the, and I'm, I'm just torn on which one I want to purchase when they come out in the fall. Why the can't Legacy. you get both? Well, because you, you make I, a lot of money, Casey. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, can, you, can you talk to our listeners about the, the, the changes in, in both of those vehicles? Yeah, so we're, we're very excited about both of these vehicles coming out uh, later on this summer, uh, the 2020 Legacy and the 2020 Outback. So all new on the global platform. Uh, so it's a much improved ride, a uh, much quieter ride for sure. Both vehicles are all new, not only in the exterior, but also on the interior. And 
the interior specifically, we're going to see a big, big jump up from our from our uh, prior generations, right? Including not only uh, the display screen in that center stack. I mean, uh, depending on which model you get, it, it's like an iPad, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Huge. And uh, so the technology has improved, of course. Uh, and again, depending on the trim level, we have a new uh, safety feature out right now called Driver Focus, right? And it's available in the upper trim levels. And what and the first came out, debuted in the 2019 Forester. And what Driver Focus does is it alerts you if you become suddenly a distracted driver. If you are have your eyes off the road for any particular reason, if you're texting when you shouldn't be texting, if you're staring in the back seat, checking on your ch- child or your yeah. pet or whatever it may be, it alerts you audibly to get your eyes back on the road. So it's doing sort of a, a, a facial recognition thing and, yes. and, and, and making sure that your eyes yeah. are pointed in the right and, direction. Okay. Uh, That's amazing. Believe me, it works because yeah. I'm just stargazing sometimes out yes. the window and yeah. it – and within seconds, it's telling me, hey, get your eyes back on the road. What about a tired driver? Does it do the same thing uh, for something like that? What's uh, tired? Tired. Who's tired. Uh, yes, that's exactly Sleepy. what it does. In fact, you're going to see later on uh, this summer a specific spot that we have developed, our friends in marketing, uh, that are going to illustrate uh, if, you're a, if you're a tired driver, you start to doze off. It's, it's a big issue. It's alert you. It's a huge issue. A lot of highway issue. fatalities based on right. that. And if and, you're groggy, um, it's just the same as being... And it, Drunk. Right. Yeah. And, of course, our eyesight uh, driver assist technology, that's our accident avoidance yeah. technology that's award-winning. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be standard throughout the, throughout the lineup. And that we've, uh, we've received some news that uh, vehicles equipped with our eyesight driver assist technology uh, reduce uh, injuries in rear-end collisions 85% of the time. Wow. So uh, the, the, it really works, and it saves lives and uh, pr- can prevent accidents. These safety features are why uh, we got a Crosstrek for my son. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. And we're going to get another one, too, because well, I got another one. Great. Up well, and these safety features uh, that we provide are also why uh, Subaru, uh, as you know, IIHS, Top Safety Pick Plus, so uh, eight of our car lines have achieved uh, IHS Top Safety Pick Plus for 2019. Uh, that is more than Toyota, Honda, Mazda, Nissan, Ford, Jeep combined. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's and the list actually goes on, yeah. yep. uh, but no need to mention everybody. But we're very, very proud of the fact that our vehicles are engineered with safety first, right, to protect our most precious cargo, the family, the kids, the pets, everything that comes along with that. And... Uh, you know, we, that's something that's a mantle that we've owned for a long time, and we want to continue to own well into the future. So if you want a safe vehicle, come to Subaru. Your brand loyalty is ridiculous. We're, we buy them, keep buying them. They hang on to them forever. We're very fortunate. And, yeah. and again, that's for a lot of reasons, right? It's for the safety. It's they're, they're very capable vehicles. They're extremely reliable vehicles. You yeah, know, but 97% of all Subarus built in the last 10 years are still on the road today. Uh, but they look good, too. <clears throat> I mean, the design. You got, you, yeah. Listen, you have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. You have to like. Being seen in it, and you right. like you want to like the way it looks. But you know what else com- uh, contributes to this brand loyalty is the fact that we are more than a car company. And our retailers out there, 631 retailers, some terrific ones throughout the Delaware Valley, they're more than just car dealers. That's why we call them retailers because we are involved in our communities. We do volunteer. We do give back, and and we. We just don't look down at our screens all day long, right? We engage. You can't, your car with, won't let you. That's right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We engage with other people that we see every single day, and that's what just makes us so different and so unique in the industry. And it's something that I know that this this team here, we're all exceptionally proud of. Yep, absolutely. Nice job. Yes, yes. Wonderful. All right. Well, listen. We'll find out some more about the company and things like share the love and so on as we go through the course of the morning. We got a couple things to do, but right now. 
we want to do something with this gentleman, uh, Matt Ritter. Uh, so, and we're going to need the help of the employees. Marissa, where are you? Are right there. Are you lining up some contestants uh, for what we're getting set for? All right, cool. Uh, because what we'd like to do is have the opportunity for uh, some employees here to play a game and maybe win some prizes, uh, but also put something on the line as well, a, uh, a potential uh, to where you really don't want to uh, get a wrong answer in this question because there is going to be a little bit of payoff. I gave this a little last-minute name here. Steve. Oh, okay. We're going to call this uh, Prizes or Pain. Okay. Okay. Ooh. And um, the, the the idea for this, I, I got the idea for this. I, I recently went to, to have a uh, an allergy test done, and they had to hook me up with a with an IV in my hand. Okay. okay. Uh, to you know, to give me uh, Benadryl in sure, case I sure, had yeah. an allergic reaction. So it was there at the ready and set to go. And we get we got through with it, and I got done. And they they peeled the sticky thing right. off of my Ow. hand. Yeah, yeah. It was excruciating. Of course. Um, and I immediately thought of Matt Ritter's hairy knuckles. Of course. And, and what that poor bastard goes through. Exactly. In many ways, yeah. it's like a, like a, a dom and submissive kind of situation. Yeah, very much so. So, so I want you to know, I, I uh, was driving in this morning. I heard that I was subject of a trivia question mm-hmm. uh, regarding my hairy knuckles. My brother called me from Tampa because <laughs> he was listening online oh, with really? the live stream. And he goes, dude, you know you've made it on li- in life when you are subject of a trivia question. And <laughs> yep, I'm like, yep, uh, yep, well, so, and I want to thank John for getting it right on the first guess. Nice hey, job. Yeah. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play uh, Prizes or Pain. We're going to have employees of Subaru come up. I'm going to ask them a Subaru-related trivia question. If they get it right, they get a prize. If they get it wrong, we are going to wax one of Matt's knuckles. And we have our esthetician here with us, Andy Morris from Salon L. We got ourselves a professional waxer who's going to handle the duties. So, uh, Matt, all you need to do is just kind of hang out. Sure. And you either need to take the punishment or... Don't you let me down. All right. Well, I'm wondering, will will wax get it done? Because she also did bring a machete press. All right. Just in case, if we need to clear the hedges, let's get our first contestant over here. Come on. Walk on over. Come on. Jen, no. They had no idea what they were getting into, and this is wonderful. Come on over here. She doesn't want to do it now. They don't want to do it. That's okay. (laughs) Listen, you'll do fine. What's your name? Jen. All right, Jen, what department do you work in? IT. All right, you work in the IT department. How well do you know Matt? Uh, Well, I know him a little. You know, this. this, he's kind of a big deal. Yes. Oh, Oh, no, I'm not. Listen, she is genuinely nervous. This is our opportunity to bring him down to everyone else's level here. Well, bring him down. Now. She's looking at her. She's uh, hyperventilating. Jen, it might be sort of a freeing thing. For the first time in his life, he'll be able to see his own knuckles. Yeah. That's what might actually <laughs> Matt, tell her it's okay. Uh, I would like an easy question, please. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, let's Thank let's you. try this trivia question and, and see how you do. And this will, this will give you an idea of the gauge of the questions that we're going to ask, okay? Can I skip it or get a lifeline or something? No, you, you got to get, 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 you you get in. You're, you're committed to this. All right, so here is your question, Jen. What is the name of the device that you use to steer a Subaru with? A steering wheel. See how easy All right. See, there you go. All right, Casey, what are we going to give Jen? Easy. <laughs> you, Jen. Oh, here like to go to Hawaii. Uh, we do not have that. <laughs> not on that question. But we do have a pair of tickets to see comedian Daniel Sloss. Same thing. It's going to be Saturday, yeah. July 27th at the Fillmore. Tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Please note this show is 16 plus. All right, there oh. you go, Jen. Yeah. What? Not 16. But you're over. You're over 16. All right, there you go. Right, get out of here, you. kid. All right, let's get the next one up. Marissa, who's next? Rapid fire. Come on. Come on, guys. Step it up, please. You're like a mile away. Let's go. We're on the radio here. All right. And <laughs> hey, what's your name? Hack. Hack. Is that yes. actually your name? Yes. Or nickname? 
kind of a nickname. Okay, what do you do here, Hack? I mean, uh, customer service. Customer service. All right, very good. All right, question for you, Hack. You ready? It's uh, prizes or pain. No, no, uh, no pressure here. You're, no. you're just going to rip hair out of the root uh, from his hairy knuckles if you get this wrong. Uh, if you buy a new uh, Subaru, how many tires come with that vehicle? Uh, four. <laughs> Oh, plus a spare. Plus a spare, which oh, makes there you five. Go. five. Oh, okay, all right. We're give it to him. All right, that's easy. See how easy these oh questions are, Casey? Person. It's so easy. It's so easy. What do we have for him? All right, so we have a pair of tickets to see John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. That's going to be on Tuesday at 730 at the UA King of Prussia. All right, see, these are super-duper easy. Okay, uh, what's your name? Brian. All right, Brian, you Delco. ready? Yeah, Delco. Yeah. So you've seen how easy these are, right? Yes. All right, let's go with this one. Here we go. Uh, Tommy Nakamura is the current president and CEO of your parent company, the Subaru Corporation. Uh, where did Mr. Nakakurma go to college? <laughs> no, Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah. Delco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm answer. sorry. That's wrong. Oh, that was an easy one. Bro. Sorry, Matt. Easy one. Really sorry. Really sorry. Answer. So yeah, it was actually graduated from uh, Keio University with a BA degree in March of 1982. Oh, so I'm oh. sorry about that. That means we get to wax one of Matt's hairy knuckles. I'm so sorry, Matt. Matt, we need you close oh. to the microphone because yeah. we want to uh, yeah, hear yeah, your reaction yeah. to this. So it looks like we're picking the middle finger. Yeah, that's on the one. On his right hand. Oh, you're all going to see it, too. Oh, here we go. He refers to it as Bond. Ah! Oh, oh. Oh, that's enough. Ah! Ah! Oh. Can I see the hair? Show the hair. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh. Like a rabbit. Wait, Wait a minute. There's still something left, which is not really a good thing. You want the rest taken off? Well, at this point, and this looks ridiculous. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, and Annie, Annie, next time, wait for a 3-2-1, okay? All right. Here we no. go. All right, just, you don't have to count it down. The last little bit. Go ahead and just just rip it. Ah! <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Matt, don't worry. There's only nine hey. more to go. It's very long. Yeah. This is some hairy-ass freaking oh finger. And Matt, don't so that's what a knuckle looks like. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. We only laugh because it's funny. You, you should see my feet. <laughs> no, we'll skip that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> They're beautiful. Yeah. Let's get our next contestant up here, Brian. Sorry, you don't lose anything, or you don't win anything. You lose no, everything. Uh, this is Chris. Yes. All right, Chris, where are you from, by the way? Uh, I'm from Ocean City, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what do you do here at Subaru? I work in uh, product management. Okay. All right. Did you get the last question right? Oh, obviously. Of course. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was obviously. an obvious one. All right, here we go. Uh, which uh, three drivers won the World Rally Championship with uh, titles with the Subaru World Rally Team. Name all three team members. <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, David Higgins, Travis Pastrana. Uh, on titles? Come on, one more, man. One more. Spare uh, Isaacson? Oh, wow. He got all three of those wrong. Oh. So not oh, close. close. All right, let's get uh, our Chris. You're dead to me. Uh, Andy, so, Andy Morris. Next, uh, next knuckle <laughs> is going to be waxed. Whichever. Oh my God. All right, so uh, Annie's going to uh, get the wax. She has the hot wax. Uh, she's taking a, a tongue depressor <laughs> applicator. We're doing a pinky this time. Oh, oh, well, no. that's kind of phoning it in. That can be a little sensitive. Right, we you never know. All right, a countdown. Hang on, Annie. Ah! Annie. Hey, Annie. Now you you already shot your load. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm still. Oh, still there. It's still. It's, it's not coming. It's not off. coming off. It's not. It's not. The, the pinky hair is very obstinate. So well, try it again, Annie. Yeah, we'll do three 
right. Yeah. Wait for a three, two, one. We need to have the moment. This is a great idea. Oh, exactly. All right. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. No. Oh. Oh my God, it's that, not coming it's off. It's coming off. <laughs> Grab the machete. Yeah. Wait, oh so yeah. Once the wax is in there, like that's it. It has to come off. Yeah. The wax isn't coming out. Okay. Hey, we need a cigarette lighter. <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> is this uh, fun, Matt? Burnt hand. We're now switching fingers, so we're gonna leave. Oh, you going to a different finger? Are you kidding? Okay. All right, she's moving on. This is an index finger on the left hand. The hairiest knuckles He's... on the planet. We have a weed eater. All right, here we go in three, two, one, rip. <laughs> it's not. Ah! Oh. No, it's coming. That one came off. All right, off. that one came off. His All hands right. look like Halloween, ma- a co- you know, Halloween gloves. Yes, like a yeah, werewolf gloves. Yeah. She right. said she's never seen this before. <laughs> Let's get our next contestant, and this is Darren, right? Yes. yes. All right, Darren, where are you from, sir? Uh, I'm from Cinnamonson. All right, and what department do you work in here at Subaru? Uh, corporate communications. Okay, how long have you been here? Two months. Oh, Two really? Months. Oh, oh, newbie. Oh, well, no. hey, here's what boss. better way to get into the company That's than right. have <laughs> a boss torture? Okay, here we go. Easy question for you, Daryl. In 2011, Subaru teamed up with Gainax to create an animated series about a group of magical girls searching for fragments of a lost spaceship. <laughs> the show was called Wish Upon the Pleiades or Hakogo a Paradusa. Give the names of the five girls that are on the show. Come on, Darren. Matt, I'm really sorry. Uh, Brittany, Mary, uh, Barbara, um, Jenny, and Shannon. Oh, we needed all five. I'm sorry. Well, you got all five wrong. That's incorrect. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's actually, Matt. Uh, their names are Subaru, Aoi, Itsuki, Hikaru, and Nanako. So there was a Subaru animated show? There was a Subaru That's animated cool. show. How about yeah. that crap? We should yeah, pawn the Pleiades. By the way, this is all being streamed on WMMR.com, okay. so if you want Want to watch this? If you like nature programs, you may want to watch this. Matt's, uh, his, his forehead is sweating a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're picking the finger you Back want? Back off, to? ladies. I'm already married. <laughs> All right. Ring finger on his right hand. And we have uh, Annie, who's from Salon L, who's putting the wax on as the hairy knuckles are about to. She's horrified by this. Uh, she is. Okay. <laughs> Ready? And three, two, one. Oh, man. That was a good one. She got it. She got it. it, it, it ah! You can't get all of it, It's though. not coming. Not all ah! of it. <laughs> she got it that time. I do backs easier than these stuff. Backs his are easier. backs are easier than his freaking well, do you fingers. Ha- do you have five minutes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, do you have a hairy back? <laughs> Come on. I don't. With knuckles like that, he's got hairy everything. Come on. I'm surprised he doesn't shave his teeth. All right. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's get our next contestant. What is your name, sir? Todd. Where are you from, Todd? Uh, Collingswood. From Collingswood, New Jersey. A lot of Jersey people work here. Yes, of course. And uh, what department? Uh, Product management. And how long have you been here? About 15 years. Wow. Okay. Long time worker here. Uh, So you were over at the old building as well. Yes. All right. Well, here we go. We have a question for you, and let's see if you can get it right. If you get it right, you get a prize. You're already sorry? I didn't even ask the question. If you get it wrong, uh, then we wax another one of Matt's knuckles. Let's see. Uh, so, where are the Subaru headquarters in Canada? Oh. <laughs> where are the Subaru headquarters in Canada? Yeah. Gosh, come on. <laughs> I've been with the company for 15 years, man. No, Certainly. Well, I don't work at Subaru Canada. <laughs> you don't correspond with them? Yeah, by email. Yeah. All right, what, what, uh, what uh, I'm gonna city? I'm going to guess Toronto. Toronto, mm. Mississauga, Ontario. Oh. Sorry about that. Oh, so right close. Door. No yeah. prize, <laughs> but at least you get to see Matt 
in pain for a moment or two. Matt, probably the greatest guy. Thanks, Todd. Good effort. Yeah. (laughs) Good effort. With uh, middle middle finger left hand. Middle middle, finger. This is the top. All right. And that's probably the hairiest finger on his body. Yeah, that's that's, that's long. Yeah, it's got a lot of bush on it. All right, so... (laughs) Here we go. We have uh, Annie who's got. Oh. Oh, she took out a big piece Whoa. of paper. Ready? Wait a minute. Three, two, one. Oh! oh. 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 Look at oh that! God. Oh my god! That? Yeah, that got it. It looks like a mustache. It, it does. It yeah. Oh my god! Do you have any of like the soothing gel or the oil or whatever you put? That in? would be. Yeah, she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. She does. Okay. After the fact. After this, we're gonna hey. build. We're gonna build a kitten with that hair, Preston. <laughs> Matt, your your hand looks. Look at, look at that. Your hand looks pretty awesome. It does look well, pretty good. Well, it looks a little bit better just in time for thank summer. You. Don't tell me that hair doesn't get caught in stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, next so. contestant. Good morning. Good morning. What is your name? Nancy. And what do you do here at Subaru, Nancy? Uh, I work in the market development department. Okay. And how long has that been going on? Uh, 35 years. Wow. Uh, 35 today years. Today comes to an end. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you know Matt well? It's been a good run. Uh, yeah. I never knew he had hairy nuggets. So. <laughs> how could you? Okay. Never <laughs> Just being kind and not looking, I guess. All right, so here is your question. So let's see how you do, Nancy. The spectacularly unsuccessful V8-powered Bricklin SV1 was named after millionaire Malcolm Bricklin, who formed Subaru of America in 1968. What did the SV in SV1 stand for? Been here for decades. Super? Uh Uh-oh. Sorry, man. No, keep going. Keep going. Super victory. Super victory. Oh. What are we going to do? Mm, safety vehicle. Oh. Safety vehicle. Oh. The SV1 stood new for safety vehicle. All right. So we're on to another knuckle. Sorry, Annie. I didn't Thank know you, you Nancy. getting up and down so all much. Right. But it's all good. Uh, all right. So she's running out of wax. Yeah. But I think the bigger <laughs> the bigger piece of paper that you rip off with yeah. is the way to Preston, go. We're going to have to switch to tar. It's like in uh, in 40-Year-Old Virgin. I'm gonna, I need you to clear my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I need the the rest of the day off in order to get more wax. All right, here we go. In three, two, oh, one. No, Ow. Oh. I got it. Wait, hold on. Some more. A little bit, a little bit left on there. Yeah, yeah just... if you're gonna do it, do it all the way. <laughs> I think he's starting to like it. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's becoming nope. desensitized. <laughs> nope. Yep. Nope. Not nope. nope. All right, let's get our next contestant. This is Casey. Yes. How you doing, Casey? I'm good. How are you? Good. Where are you from? Uh, West Hampton. Okay, and what do you do here at Subaru? I'm an inventory planner. Inventory planner. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, Fifteen years. Okay, a lot of long-term employees yeah, here. It's very, uh, very wonderful to see that. Says a lot about the company. All right, what? And speaking of uh, car companies, what car company held the patent on the hill holder system that was used by Subaru? <laughs> what car company held the patent? On the hill holder system that you we know this by Subaru. What? Don't you know? Go with your first guess. Subaru. No, <laughs> I'll let you know what. Take another guess because that would be the obvious one. What's what's a different car company? It's actually a different car company. Believe it or not. Toyota. No, it's uh, it's the Studebaker. I'm surprised oh, you didn't get that. Yeah, so hey, everybody knew that, right? Yeah, you know, yep. come on. Uh, we'll they, you know, Go right. over here. Uh, how many how many knuckles we have left? By the way, Matt. Well, there's two, plenty of here. We got two on the left hand. So we got we're like uh, yeah four. Don't forget the thumbs. Oh, we got thumbs. We, yeah. have, we, we got great. We got plenty. We <laughs> nah, plenty. we'll leave yeah. we'll leave your thumbs if you want. <laughs> you sure you don't want the thumbs well, cleaned off? At this point, you know, it's gonna look a little weird. Yeah. 
All right, go ahead with and, uh, and get the next one and, here. And the, the lower part is not getting waxed off, so I'm, it looks weird. Wow. Someone's, okay. get, someone's getting kinky. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. Uh, if you're Starting just, to like it. If you're just tuning in, we're playing prizes or pain. For the correct answers, the people get prizes. For the incorrect answers, Ooh. Matt gets his knuckles waxed. You know what we should have done, Preston? Instead of this, we should have had uh, a professional sheep shear. You're right. All right, Annie, three, two, one. Ah! Oh, that one felt good. Look at, yeah. He's biting his, his other yeah, knuckles. This... All right, the pinky seems to be like the hardest one to yeah. get. You know, may I say, it doesn't come off. His hands look better. She keeps doing it, by the Does way. Does his hand look better? I think it looks, it's a youthful You look. have a youthful hand. <laughs> yes. really? She looks really? younger. It's like he's wearing his uh, bicycle gloves, you know, oh, that have right. the fingers out of them. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but his hand looks young. It's, oh. it's beautiful. Oh, All right. You know, uh, like Preston, there are hand models. Uh, there are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely are. What's that? I can't hear you, Annie. Little clammy. Ah, oh, great. Again, ladies, I am married. Thank you so much. Stand back. You're hairy and clammy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a real catch. <laughs> Ow. Is his nickname going to be Harry oh, Clammy? Harry Clammy. Um, all right, our next contestant is John. Hey, John, how you doing? How you doing? Good. John and I met earlier. Uh, John wanted to get a picture with me because we have the same look. Oh, my God. Yes, you, you do. do. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Our beards are almost identical in, in their uh, gray versus hey, brown. Would what? you guys like them waxed off? Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, God, no. beard waxing. <laughs> uh, but, uh, John, where are you from? Burlington. And what do you do at, uh, at Subaru? Program analyst. Program analyst. Okay. Have you been at that for a while? Yes, 15 years. <laughs> 15 years. <clears throat> All right, excellent. Well, we're going to try out a question on you. Uh, let's get one of the easier questions here. Yeah. Uh, What's the first letter of the alphabet? Uh, how about we I'll go? How about this one? According to Motor Trend, the 2019 Subaru WRX STI features a 2.5 liter turbo, four, producing 310 horsepower, and how many pounds of torque? You know, 200. 200? He got in the ballpark. It's 290, actually. That's an incorrect ah. answer. That means we got to so, wax one of them. Oh. So just because he's 90 off, we don't give it Should to him? Back to this no. pinky or, or the one that you couldn't do before or the index finger? Let's index. just do two. We'll do he's one more after One that. more? All right. Oh, we started with a whole bunch of winning. We, we are scheduled to have the uh, uh, the CEO of the company on. All right. So I want to do this and one more, and we'll we'll save it. You want to give uh, we'll save an easy question. Add some time to stop crying for last. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Ready? Three, two, hey, one. Wait, hold, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> she got it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She did. Yeah. She got. Right. Is there any bleeding going on? Uh, no, no blood. Yeah, but I see you. some raised skin. Yeah. Uh, so we have one more knuckle to go, and this one belongs to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good. What do you do here, Jeff? I'm an IT manager. And where? Where are you from? Cherry Hill. And how long have you been working here? A little over six years. Is six it every years. single person except for one from uh, New Jersey? I think so. Okay. Why not, right? All right, so we'll save the uh, the easiest question for last. You ready? Oh, thank oh, God. All right, here we go, uh, Jeff. When two people with a combined weight of 366 pounds are riding in your vehicle, which has a total load capacity of 699 pounds in the Subaru BRZ, the available amount of cargo and luggage load capacity is 333 pounds. In this condition, if two more passengers with a combined weight of 258 pounds get on, the available cargo and luggage load will be what? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good effort, though. Doesn't great give it a try. Out a number. You don't how, even guess. How many pounds? Uh, 2,000. 2,000. No, got it. Just off at 75 pounds. Oh, I'm sorry. 
we have to wax Matt's last knuckle. It's a yeah, pinky got, yeah. on his left hand. We're going back to the one that did not, where the hair did not come off at all. Okay, okay. you have to right. revisit that. More wax, bigger piece of wax paper. She, look at How's that. that. She's going against the grain. It looks like a Rottweiler. And here we go, Andy. <laughs> In three, two, one. Oh! Yeah! Now hold up both your hands. Yeah, to the camera show, right here. Show the difference. Zoom in on that, please. Young Look man. at those sexy knuckles. <laughs> yeah. It's it like look, you, they look great, man. Uh, you used palm olive. Do they? <laughs> look yeah. at all the sweat you, on his forehead. He, he, he peeled yeah. years off his hands, literally. Matt, you know that you could have said no to this, right? <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling me that now, Casey. Yeah. We appreciate it. Hey, a round of applause for Matt Ritter. Oh, yeah. Prizes are pain. Took one for the team. Yeah. And uh, I believe your boss is over here. Can you uh, introduce him? My boss him? is over here, yes. Don't shake uh, his hand. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Listen, the, the best president and uh, CEO in the entire business, uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Tom Dahl. Morning, Tom. Preston, Steve, how you doing? Casey, Good. Kathy, great to see Hi. you again. Good Welcome to, to our you. new headquarters. It yeah, is, we love it. It is great to, it? to be back here again, and good to see you, sir. Uh, the first year anniversary. By the way, you can bring the music down. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first year anniversary in this building. You guys still May, loving it? May 7th. Oh, absolutely. What's not, what's not to like? I know. It's fantastic here. Um, so, you know, we're, we're here because it's, it's a prize that we put out for uh, the, the, the largest donation yes. for uh, the Camp Out for Hunger. You guys, have, with the efforts of these fine people sitting here, have done it once again. But I'm telling you, I'd come here even if you guys didn't win. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's such a great, it's such it's a very great cool. vibe here. Everybody loves yeah. being here. So can you tell us a little bit about that and the heartbeat of this company? Well, the heartbeat's all – it's real. It's, everybody talks about how trite it is, but it's true. It's the people. The reason why we have the success that we have is because of the folks that are here standing behind me. Right. They're the ones that actually have to implement all these ideas that we come up with. And execution, as you know, in any business is really the key. You can come up with all the great ideas you want, but if you don't have the people behind you that actually believe in the things that you believe, then there's no way it's ever going to happen. It has to be at every level. Every level, yeah, from the top all the way down, and even with our with our Japanese colleagues over in Japan, they believe it. How often do you end up going over to Japan? Because I know Matt had said he's been a couple times. Well, a lot less than I used to. When okay, it, yeah. When times are good, you don't have to go over there. Believe me, it's <laughs> no, when you're over there, it's an away game. I'm oh, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I, Steve would love to go to Japan, so the next time you go... Bring oh, me with you. I'd oh, love to take yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They'll treat you better than they treat us. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, we're on, the, we're on the world-famous <laughs> Preston and Steve show. I'm sure it's all the rage. <laughs> he could broadcast from their headquarters. It, yes. And would that be neat? Oh, that would be amazing, actually. It would be amazing. They've got this... You think our cafeteria is nice. They've got a huge, beautiful cafeteria that's up on the, up on the highest uh, floor of the building. Really? Yeah, it's like 14 or 15 stories up, which looks out over this whole Ebisu district of Tokyo. It's magnificent up there. You love ah, it. Excellent. All right. Well, that's yeah. very enticing. Next year's broadcast. There you go. How are their, Road trip. How are their waffles over there? <laughs> uh, anything you'd like to say, uh, you know, to the uh, to the Subaru owners or potential Subaru customers that are listening right now? Uh, you know, give us a try. I mean, we're, 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 we like to be a good corporate citizen in the local neighborhood here. Uh, we've been part of Philadelphia now for 51 years. Wow. It's been our headquarters uh, the entire time. We've moved from Cherry Hill to Camden to try to help resurrect Camden and make it the city that it deserves to be. And you're, you're, you're invincible, right? Yeah. Yes, you're doing it. I mean, yeah. it's pretty hard to see the change. Yeah. It it's, really it's is. It's an uphill battle, but it's... Well, particularly when you look here around yeah. our campus, it's really improved a lot. It has, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're excited about it. Excellent. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for, uh, thank for you guys. doing what you do. We appreciate it. Tom Dahl, thank guys. You. Thank you. Oh. So cool. President of Subaru of America. Which is cool. 
One of the trivia questions that we had, and I was not aware of that, I think the original uh, Subaru of America is where we are. Uh, it was started in Battle Kenwood. It, a what? I thought I read that, yeah. The hell? And so, you know, Thomas said 51 years, so I'm, I'm not sure how long that lasted. Is that right? Bella Kenwood? You know, that, uh, Bella Kenwood is where it started, at, yeah. at the 555 building. What? In fact, okay. a, yeah, I think there's a bank there now. Was it the First Trust Bank? Or whatever? Yeah. It's right in the lobby. Okay. You walk into that building. That's, no wow. That's why the, his statue's over there. Oh, I didn't. Of course, we, why well, we put two and two together? Yeah. In, in one of those really difficult trivia questions, there was that guy Malcolm Bricklin. Tom, was he an American? Oh, yeah. Who's an American? Okay. He's still, he's still around. He's up in New York. Every year at the New York Auto Show, I see him. And he started Subaru of America. He did. And then, Harvey Lamb. And then they named that sports car after him, which apparently was... Well, he, he by, by that point, he had departed okay. from America and went out on his own. I did, yeah. by the way, watch the video presentation of you at the New York Auto Show. Because I'm telling you, I'm really excited about the, the Outback that's coming. It was How, awesome. How'd I do? You did great. And I actually wanted to ask Thank you much. about your partnership you know, with the, the national parks. And, and it, it, can you talk anything about that? Well, you know, we're the largest corporate donor to the national parks. Yeah. And there's three or four national parks that we're trying to get to be zero landfill. Denali, which I was up in Denali a couple of years ago because they hit a milestone. And, what, and that's really hard up there because, remember, the temperature is not like it is here. Mm-hmm. So things don't degrade like they do here. So we've got more weather and so forth up there. It stays cold for so long that things last for a lot longer. So we got Denali. We're doing uh, uh, the Grand Tetons, uh, Yosemite. And, we're, and we've, so far, we've eliminated about 6 million pounds of waste out of those parks. But you'd be surprised at the things that people take in that they leave behind. Yeah. It's perfectly good stuff. I just, I just think it's amazing that the Department of Interior uh, of the United States of America comes to Subaru because they look at your corporate model and they say, hey, we know we can do better. Let's follow Subaru's lead. And then they help you guys or th- you help them uh, make our national parks better. And really, the national parks are, are one of the crown jewels of the, of the world. But they need Subaru's help when it comes to that kind of a thing. It's pretty cool. And it because what we've done is we've taken the expertise from our factory in Indiana. They were the ones that actually came up with the first zero landfill factory in, in, in the world, in the United States. And if you go to the factory in Japan, or I'm sorry, in, in Indiana, what it is, it's, there's a natural wildlife habitat that's around the plant. I mean, so it's remarkable when you see all of, the, all of the things that are going on there. But, you know, we have the advantage in that we can tell the vendors and, our, and the suppliers, here's how we want this stuff packaged. Here's how we want it delivered to minimize a lot of the waste and use more recycling techniques and so forth. National parks, you know, we have to help them with the negotiations with their vendors, the cups. You'd be surprised. These, these coffee cups that come in for Starbucks, remember, they're lined with that wax. They're not easily recyclable. So we have to come up and work with, with them and their vendors, which is a really tough job. And we have a, a lady here, Denise Coogan, who does a fabulous job of working with the national parks and their vendors and their suppliers to get the stuff right. Yeah, I heard that they're going to recycle those the wax to peop, uh, wax people's knuckles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is a, a very <laughs> overlooked yeah. full circle. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty no, cool. you guys do great work. That's wonderful. And uh, I'll be trying. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you again, Tom. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Tom Dahl, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, we have to take a commercial break. So why don't we do that very thing? We'll return in the second Subaru of America is where we're broadcasting again, once again, because of the amazing work they did for Camp Out for Hunger. We'll return in just a little bit. Make sure you stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we've met some really cool people this morning. Some we put on the air. We're going to put another one on the air and a little segment uh, that we call These Are the People Who Work at Subaru. Jason, hit it. The music, if you will, please. These are the people who work at Subaru. Work at Subaru. Work at Subaru. Oh, 
are the people who work at Subaru. They're the people that you meet each day. That is correct, and we're going to meet uh, another employee here at Subaru, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Devin Wilcox. Devin Wilcox. Yes, Devin Wilcox. How are you, Devin? Good, thank you, thank you. Uh, where are you from, by the way? I am born and raised in Cherry Hill. I live in Delran, New Jersey. Okay. Born and raised in Cherry Hill. Yes, sir. How long have you worked here at Subaru? Six years. Okay. And uh, what's the interesting thing about you? Because Matt Ritter, a friend, you know, we reached out and I said, you know, just any people want to highlight, and he said there's some interesting things about you. Yes, I do uh, some crazy runs. Um, I'm a... I'm a runner, mud runner, tough mudder, turned triathlete, so I've done a... Butter effer. Yeah. <laughs> All that thing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so uh, so far this season, I've done three runs. I had a 10K earlier in the year. I did a half marathon down in Wildwood. Then a week later, I ran Broad Street. Okay. So um, you do use basic runs, and you also do the extreme run stuff. Yeah, so um, next weekend, actually, I'm doing this crazy, insane, tough mudder down in Coatesville, where it's a 12-hour overnight, Whoa. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Oh, my hour. God. Yeah, so it's a five-mile course, um, again and again and again. Begins at 8 p.m., goes until 8 a.m. And... Wait a minute. So you run it for those 12 hours? Yep. You have to take breaks. Uh, yeah, there's a pit crew area, so you can go in and like, eat food or drink or cry or whatever you But you, you only do. get four hours. Yeah. <laughs> how, how often are you stopping and for how long? So the generally it's after every lap. Um, I'll stop in for three minutes, four minutes, maybe change my shoes. Put and you'll continue food. that for 12 hours? Yep. All right, so uh, obviously oh. during that, as with any run of any length where you're doing something like that, yep. uh, do you run... Do you get bathroom breaks or do you, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you I make mean, boom, boom in the mud? Uh, a little bit of both, depending oh. on, uh, on yeah, yeah. how loose my body is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Have you ever done anything like that before? Yeah, so I did it last year. It was only eight hours, midnight to 8 a.m. And they extended it now to 12 hours. hours. Is the course lit up? Uh, a little bit. But okay. You're required of a headlamp and a blinky light on your back. So and you find your body. Or with the team? Uh, I run solo. Okay. All right. So, how many miles will you end up doing in So, last year, one of the eight hour course, I did 35 miles. I'm hoping to hit 50 miles this year. Oh, my God. That's, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. And, then, and, and this is not just running. I mean, you're, no, there's you're obstacles, obstacles and and mud pits, and monkey bars. Impressions. And, yeah. That's insane. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, just do, you know. Uh, just doing one of those, I, I don't know that I could do one of those physically. I don't think I can handle I that. I think I would start to, to tap out yeah, well, a five-hour mark. After, after last year, I know the whole week afterwards, my body is just mush. I can't move much. Yeah. Um, so I got a little bit of recovery after that. And right. then two weeks after that, I'm doing the ACS ride. Um, American Cancer Society oh, sure. bikeathon, 100 miles yeah. from Philly to Atlantic City. Yeah, we're our, our, we have an MMR team that's yeah. heavily involved. And then two weeks after that, I'm going to Canada to do a half Ironman triathlon. So, so years ago, were your nipples just <laughs> worn off? Right, because I know that like runners have to put like like stuff on their nipples, right? Yeah, yeah. No, well, so funny, funny fact, my, my nipples actually go in. Oh, you got oh, any? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. how, how old are you, Devin? I am 34. 34 years old. Yes, when sir. will you not be able to do this? When anymore? my legs stop working. Wow. Yeah. So this is, I mean, you live for this thing. Yeah, this yeah, is what I, you I do. do. I have 13 races lined up this summer. Okay. And are you single or married? Uh, or? Divorced. You're divorced. Yeah, no I kidding. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that freaking running. I tell you what, all the time. run out the door and I'm going to run to the divorce lawyer. <laughs> wow. Now, listen, you got you to follow your passion. Yeah. 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 About, where's your nipples off? How about marathons? Uh, so I have not got to the marathon distance yet, but I've done uh, half Ironman triathlon. So it's a one-mile swim, 56-mile bike, and a 13-mile run back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It really shouldn't be too much of a leap for you if you're doing overnight Well, it's runs. going from a six-hour triathlon to potentially 12 to 14 hours, depending. But the full Ironman distance. Um, uh, do you know, have you ever heard of a gentleman named Derek Fitzgerald? Name sounds very familiar. All right, so he's, uh, he's you know, a friend of the show, and I, be, I, I know him through the Headstrong Foundation. Yeah. Derek is a heart transplant recipient. Mm-hmm. 
and he does Ironman triathlons. Yeah. And so he does that with somebody else's heart. And yeah. It's a really amazing. It's an amazing and amazing story. There's stories. a lot of really great success stories of people doing Ironman triathlons mm-hmm. and just like the people that you know overcome cancer or, or body dismemberment or you know, any of that number of things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so fortunate to have everything. Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So don't take this the wrong way. No. Okay. So looking at you yes. and hearing what you do physically, yes. you look – and uh, this is not – an insult. You look fairly average. You don't look like a big muscle head. You don't. I mean, you're in good shape. You're, but that you're wouldn't good serve shape. you, right? But yeah, that's what I'm curious about. I mean, it, I you know I, I know You'd that be more sinewy. Typically, runners are yeah have a yeah. thin build and you, so on. You look a little bit like a runner now. Yeah. Well, but but when you have the, when you have these obstacles, you're not just running. You're well, climbing. You're the, jumping. The obstacle doing all thing kinds. is I'm gonna do once a year, and that's it. Everything yeah. else is like true on like road running. Okay. Well, uh, you know, take your shirt off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let us. See. If I if I had a dollar for every yeah, time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took his shirt off in front of his coworkers. Are are you doing it to see how far you can push your limits? Or are you doing or it to annoy see, us? Uh, or to, or to, to get it? Another divorce? No, or to uh, to see what your best times can be. Why it's do you little, do a little bit? Everything. It's really more for myself. Um, yeah. I, I got into running heavily about three or four years ago. Um, I was going through a tough time, and it was sort of like my medicine for myself. Yeah. When you um, sleep, are you like a dog that thinks it's running in a? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll be in a puddle of water, thinking I'm swimming. So, <laughs> I've I've started to add running in, into my workout, and then I, I you know I only run like three miles. It's sure. you know it's chump change compared yeah. to what you do. But the last couple times I went out, like my hip started hurting and i'm like really i'm just running that's all i'm doing <laughs> caroline was able to carry you home thank god yeah. <laughs> uh but i mean it it beats up on your it body. does it can yeah. Yeah. yeah there's been times where i've just laid in bed for hours on end because i just can't move well you for, know cecily tynan who's who, you know oh she's, she's a, a she's phenomenal she had runner. to get a yeah. knee replacement did she not yeah, yeah, yeah she had to give up the long distance yeah yeah, yeah she's yeah. still way into you know being physically she's active fast too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. wow well, very interesting, very cool. And uh, do anybody know this about Devin? Is this well known? People shake one, their heads. Why don't you everyone, everyone's pretty well aware? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the dummy that runs across the bridge almost <laughs> wow. every day. Oh, really? Yeah. Does Matt run with you at all? Uh, he tries to. Okay. Now, listen. Well, let's let's drag on his yeah. Let's yeah. drag on his knuckles. You'll be able to do that now. <laughs> You'll be able to keep up with him. Your, your time is going to increase by a minute. So much lighter. So I guess Devin, I, they, they have a, a wonderful uh, training facility use it all with, the time uh, with the gym. You do yeah. use it? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't. Yep. Sure, if you were yeah, so we uh, use that gym all the time when it's poor weather outside. But when okay. it's nice, it's a mile from he- a mile from here to the Ben Franklin Bridge. I have a great footpath, and it's a mile and a half each way. So I get an easy five mile run in every day. Hey, and when elevation. you're running through Camden, you really do want to run fast. But you know, there's some there's some great excuses to that point. Um, <laughs> um, honestly, from here to the bridge and where I run through Camden, go to Wiggins Park where they have XPN every year. Yeah, um, it's really not that unsafe of an environment. Yeah, um, a few times uh, you know, I saw someone dealing some drugs once. Um, mm-hmm. so dead body once. That was really cool. Um, Oh, Wait, really? you, you only well, get that at XPN events, by the way. Thanks for plugging another radio station. I appreciate it. Um, so I, <laughs> oops. Sorry. My bad. Sorry about it. Uh, I said Mercedes earlier. Okay. <laughs> and you said it again. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, we had run into the bridge one day. Um, guy's sleeping in his car. Like, all right, well, no big deal. It's like, I'll kill him. every day. <laughs> well, so running by every day, I see the same guy sleeping in his car. Like, oh, okay. What's this guy oh, all God. about? Oh, no. OD, like earlier that week, and like, oh. no one knew he was dead in there. Yeah. That is a funny story. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> funny <laughs> story. The dead, dead guy. See you in There's yeah. Jimmy asleep again. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's pretty amazing. That's really cool, Devin. I didn't know to what level you were into it, but that, that is your life, and it's, uh, it's just another you know, interesting person that we Who would know that? Here at Subaru. Cool. So thank you, Devin, yeah, for sure sharing. Sure thing. Thank you, guys. Devin Wilcox, guys.
Really, really well done. You know, it's funny, Preston, because they don't know things about their coworkers, and we can't remember the names of our coworkers. I, we, yeah, we have this in common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, uh, by the way, Casey, last night, Sixers advanced, or they yeah. didn't advance, but so, they stayed alive. Yes. They stretched it to game seven. And uh, we got another game, and maybe on to the finals, which would be amazing. He was at the game last night, and uh, this is something interesting about you. What happened last night at the game? Oh, man. Uh, so I, I was on the Jumbotron yes. four different times. Yeah. Four times? Four yes. times? Yes. That happened. How, you, know, because you were with I, your daughter, right? Yeah, I was with my daughter. I think it's because we are superstars. I think uh, <laughs> we were having a great time. And they kept going back to the same people over and yeah. over again. During commercials, they, they pump up the music and they get people dancing. And at one point, the first time I got on, I was in the middle of fixing my hat, right? So I was yeah. like, all right, putting my hat, putting my, my hair behind my ears. And then I looked up. I was like, ah! You know, and you, you're just kind of okay. like, you freak out a little bit. Question. So the camera wasn't near you? You didn't you couldn't tell that they were zooming in on you until you I'm, saw it? No, I have no idea okay. what the camera was Well, that's at the all. thing, too. They may have kept coming back to you because that camera, you know, was like a, a steady camera. Maybe they weren't a roving camera. Yeah, that, you know, they, that had to have been it. You know, the director? of the Fanavision inside the... I don't know if it's called Fanavision, but the, the big TV. Uh, he's a fan of the Preston and Steve show. Oh, okay. they, so I, I, I bet he recognized That's you. That's awesome. Found out where I... Yes. Yep. I His name's getting, Ryan. I got Shout a out. couple of text messages and tweets at me. Was that you? And they kept coming back. So so I was... Every single time there was a, you know, a commercial or a timeout or whatever, I was ready for it. I started like come up with little dances. They Rit, get, was like, the crowd going crazy? Not really. Uh, no, you know what... <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, Nick Murphy and our video crew, is there any way that we can relive one of these moments can we zoom in on Casey yeah. oh. and put him up on the monitor here? There it is. Okay. okay. So we have monitors up here. All right. Uh, so real, uh, if, if you could. So my final dance. All right. You're so I, I will describe. So Casey's right. standing up. He's holding up a T-shirt, right. and he's holding it up where he, you can only see his nose and eyes above the shirt. He's moving his head <laughs> back and forth. He's playing peekaboo. It's amazing. With the camera. All right. Wow. So did the crowd like that? I Yes, so they were you know, there were portions of that dance where you couldn't see the rest of your body. Yeah, and it was amazing. Um, no, but people they love they love people to play to the camera. They don't want someone to. Nick, you ended up on the Kiss Cam, didn't you? Uh, yes, but that was at was that the Flyers? Flyers yeah, it was game. the Flyers game. Yeah, Sixers does. They're not allowed to do the Kiss Cam anymore. Oh no, why not? Because they put the, I believe the story is they oh. put the camera on the opposing team, two uh, members of the opposing team, and they got really oh, pissed really? at it, and Ooh. now they can't do it anymore. Uh, it happens. Uh, right. yeah. So that was the first time you were on. You did a little peekaboo, or no? The first time I just kind of like freaked out. I was like, yeah, okay. started like because I had the rally towel. I was like, you know, moving the rally towel around, and then they um, they ended up at the people next to me, and then back on me again, and then the people next to me again, and then the uh, the fourth time, the last time I did. The the, the little towel thing. Okay. It was exciting. So I brought my daughter. So my daughter uh, had, like, not the best day two days ago. And then yesterday, got her braces off. She had braces for a couple of years. So I wanted to surprise her and, and do something right. nice for her. So You're I a took good her dad. there. Well, <laughs> I totally forgot she was next to me. I mean, like, the camera came on. I was <laughs> like, like hey, yeah. Hey, you're, you're, <laughs> get out of my way. You're cramming my action. My shot. <laughs> I'm not with this bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, no, it was exciting for her because I remember we took her to a Phillies game. God, she's 13 now, so she might have been, like, seven years old. And she, like, drew a sign. And she, uh, you know, and she in her little seven-year-old mind is like, oh, if I make a sign, I'm going to get on the Jumbotron. Right. And my heart just broke for her because, like, that's not how it works. There's, you know, 40,000 people in the crowd. That's, and she got on. <laughs> she got on the <laughs> Jumbo. Yes. She got oh. a show on Bravo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
so she's she's definitely my good luck charm. But uh, I also ran into Big Joe Okerson at the game last night. Oh, no kidding. Out. Yeah, he's he and uh, and also Gonzo. If you remember from the yes, I do seven hundred level show. Uh, Who had better seats? Night. Jay, but he, uh, well, actually, yeah, I guess Gonzo was like in the media section or okay. whatever, but Jay had great seats. He had to spend a lot of money on them, but so, so, well, obviously, and just the general reaction, the, the crowd, uh, the, the, the zeal, the excitement, it must've been well, absolutely I was at, intoxicating. I was at both home victories this year or this, this series. And it's just, it's so great. It, I mean, when it's good, it's great. Yeah, I you know. know it's funny that, and that's there, that is the frustrating part of sports yeah and but it's it's what people are drawn to you had a debacle mm-hmm. and then you have this glory and that's the way it goes yeah yeah if I, only you could guarantee nothing but glory that would the, be great what is it the agony and defeat yeah yeah, yeah. And the ecstasy of your feet well nick nick had an interesting uh perspective because he's been watching the nhl playoffs and now has no skin in the game at all because yeah flies aren't in it and is actually enjoying it more. Yeah, because there's no pressure on who's going to win. I've been staying up to watch these game sevens, and uh, you know, Preston, I knew your first date ever with your wife was at a St. Louis Blues game, and yes, it was. And I like that team. Craig Berube is their head coach, Braden Shen, former Flyers on the team. So I stayed up to watch them win in double overtime the other night, and it's it's thrilling. Had they lost. I really wouldn't have lost any sleep over it. You know, I was rooting for the Blues, but it wasn't going to kill me if they lost the game. When so you, it's, it's fun to watch the games if it's not your team. Right. Like I'm watching the Chernobyl series on HBO, and I know how it's going to end. Right? Yeah. So yeah. There's, no, there's no pressure. Well, it's on. not your country. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. But, I mean, uh, so they play Sunday in Sunday Toronto, night. Uh, and looks like they got things back where it needs to be, but they're, they're, they're going to be out of their element. So as simple as this. It, they're a great team, and so are yeah. the Raptors, right? And it, it just all comes down to execution. Yep. Who's greater? It depends on how Embiid feels. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it does. It I, does. Think, I think the team lives and dies with Embiid and Simmons. So, But, I, you know, I think if both teams play their best basketball on Sunday night, the Sixers will win. The Sixers are a better team, and, just, you know, it's as simple as that. All so, right. But I will be watching that, and unfortunately I will not be watching Game of Thrones on Sunday night. I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, listen, I usually watch it Monday morning, so yeah. you'll, you'll be good to go. I'm also going to be missing America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, my no. usual seven I, I, I will watch. I will watch yeah. that. Yeah, as, uh, I just love to see the crazy goings on. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I was going to bring Matt Ritter over here and play something for him, but it looks like he took off. He's behind you. He's right. Matt. He's, He's right back there. He's showing oh. everybody his fingers. Hey, yeah. Matt Ritter. Come over here. Uh, yeah, but sorry. Yeah. I know you're. Uh, I know you're showing off your new. Uh, fancy, I got a potato. Your new fancy fingers, but um, <laughs> we wanted to, we wanted to play a, uh, a a piece of audio that this was Marissa's idea. Of course, the reason that we're at Subaru of America is because of the donations uh, in food and money and and every little bit that they help out with uh, has just increased over the years, year after year after year. Marissa has taken the audio and combined uh, compiled it. Every single year that you gave us a total at the oh, camp cool. for hunger. Very cool. Uh, so we thought this might be kind of interesting. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, okay. But is this, uh, Casey, they're going to trigger it back at the station? Yep. Is that the four-minute long one? It's a four-minute montage. Okay. All right. Well, let's, wow. uh, let's roll through that. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Jason, let's hear it. And you are Matt. Matt, and you're uh, you're currently the new director of Subaru in Philadelphia. Yeah, f- director for the Philadelphia Zone. Exactly. I understand there's a, a full tractor trailer out there. Yeah, we brought in uh, one semi full, and then we also have 19 Subarus out there. Thirty-eight thousand two hundred and seventy-one pounds worth. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, after winning last year, at what point did you guys get underway another campaign to come back out here? We said after that broadcast was over, we would start planning right then and there on the spot. And we did. We are donating today 
in excess of 120,000 pounds, about 62 and a half tons. Wow. Day after that donation, we all got together and we said, how can we give even more back to the community? And I am so proud to present you a donation of 250,000 pounds of food. Order of a million pounds of food. That's 125 tons, Steve. It's pretty staggering. Matt. For the first time in our history, Subaru is going to sell over 300,000 vehicles nationwide. So we only thought it was right. We're going to show up here today with over 300,000 pounds of food. How about 320,000 is our estimate? Whoa! <laughs> 160 tons. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Matt came to us earlier this year, and they've kind of dominated the largest corporate donation. But Matt's concern was, hey, you know what? We're bringing so much down there. We fear that we're scaring away other businesses from trying to win this prize. Right. Is there something that we can work on? He said, now, make no bones about it. We're still trying to win it. We came up with a really cool concept that will have that first place prize still, but there's a second and third prize as well. So Big deal. This year, we are donating 341,000 pounds. Yeah! Whoa! Whoa! Amazing! Unbelievable. That's about 170 tons. How many years in a row have you won our uh, live broadcast incentive now? Three in a row. Three in a row. Three in a row. Three in a row. Yeah, we'll see if we can make it four. We're going to try. 357,000 pounds of food this yeah. year. That's about nine semis. Thousand pounds of food. It is great to always try to get you guys back for live broadcast, but what's even better is doing what's right in our communities because it's the right thing to do. That's why today we're here to announce that we have dropped off 350,200 pounds of food. Oh, my God. We wanted to raise the bar a little bit higher this year. We're going to be north of 414,000 pounds of food. Our good friend from Subaru of America, this is Mr. Matt Ritter. We were inspired by Acme's donation on Monday. That was an incredible way to kick off camp out. So we want to cap it off. We're going to be around 468,000 pounds of food. I am I'm blown away by not only that, but by the fact that it's snowing in here right yes. now. <laughs> this is one of the greatest confetti displays, but it's befitting what you've achieved. On behalf of the Subaru employees, our retailers, our Subaru customers, it is my honor to represent this company and tell you that we are donating 552,000 pounds of food. It's a new record, baby. That's about 14 semis. That's over half a minute. 14 tractor trailers. Well, we wanted to make a big splash this year to recognize our anniversary, your anniversary, and most importantly, to help those who need it the most throughout the Delaware Valley. That's what this is about. How about that, everybody? Through the year. Going up incrementally, and then there's some big jumps. It's just from the beginning, yeah. Matt sounded, you sound like you were nine years old, but we sounded like we were about to die. And and we're like, and your name is? Uh... <laughs> Matt Ritter, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, that's really wild to hear the comparison throughout the years. And yeah. It continues to grow. The... Uh...
That was awesome. <laughs> um, so thanks for doing that. It, um, it's pretty emotional yeah, because yeah. we have impacted this Philadelphia, this Delaware. My God, this is <laughs> okay. Uh, right. We have impacted Delaware Valley in such a positive way. And I'm just the, the lucky guy who gets to come up here and talk about it. Yeah. Um, but it's all of our retailers and these people that you see here today that have made this happen because they care. We care. And that's what makes us more than just a car company. And, um, you, know, you start adding up those numbers uh, year after year, Just and you think about the meals that we have provided. And still, today, you heard it this morning from our, our great friends at Phil Abundance, 20 per- one in five yeah. suffer from uh, food deprivation, right? Yeah. Still. We- so, you know what? We keep fighting. We keep going back year after year because the work is clearly not done. And I know there's, without a doubt, when we say we want to keep fighting and go back year after year, this team we have here at Subaru, they want to do it too. And that's what makes this place just so special. That's awesome. You Love guys it. are awesome. Great work, everybody. For everybody. It's so cool to hear that. So many people. I mean, that's, honestly, again, because it doesn't stop just there. They go to they go to the, the Phil Abundance Centers and, and unpack and pack and do all that stuff. And then, mm-hmm. and then it all comes down to that family that's maybe hit a hard patch and, and has some food mm-hmm. to help them get by and, and a bridge to get over and get on their feet again or whatever. And that's from the macro to the micro. And it's, it's all amazing. Yep. We'll do it again at the end of uh, November, beginning of uh, December. Yes. So get set for that. Yep. Uh, let's take a break. We're broadcasting live from Subaru of America this morning on the Preston and Steve show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Broadcasting live from Subaru of America once again this year. Loving it. We just played a big montage of Matt Ritter and the different donations they made over the years. Thank you to Marissa for cutting that together. And it just puts it into perspective how much has been uh, raised by this company and brought to us and then to fill abundance. It's just amazing. It's wonderful. And it continues. And yeah. it doesn't show any signs of slowing down, which like every year, please, please let Subaru be a part of the Camp Out for Hunger. Well, you know, and, and anybody and everybody as well, obviously. Sure. And, and it's an essential thing. And, and you know, it's um, – and that's why today is so important to be able to, uh, you know – to, to celebrate what they do and what they've done over the course of years and the amount of people that have been fed and we're only too happy to be here. And that's why you're hearing so many Subaru commercials. Yeah. And you're hearing us talk about Subaru a lot because they deserve it. Oh, my gosh, yes. They deserve this and more. Yeah. Um, we need to do the Bizarre file, so let's fire that up now, please. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Maury's Piers. Uh, this week's big friggin' deal is same-day ride and water park combo ticket to Maury's Piers uh, for just $40. You can celebrate 50 years of Maury's Piers on the Wildwood Boardwalk uh, this week only. I know. Go to WMMR.com for details. All right, we'll start with this story. A Chinese live streamer recently demonstrated to us all the dangers of attempting to eat a live octopus. Uh, the woman is a lover of seafood and decided to demonstrate this affinity uh, through an odd challenge involving devouring a cephalopod while it is still alive. Yeah, that didn't work out, did it? No, in this case, her meal wasn't about to go down very easy. In a clip that has since gone viral across Chinese the Internet, the animal is seen latching on to the woman's face <laughs> and refusing to let go as she screams in terror. It caught her eyelid, too. It did. Desperately, she tries to pull 
pull the animal off, causing her lower eyelid to stretch to an alarming degree. <laughs> We're looking at a picture of it right now before the uh, creature finally lets go. That could have killed her. Absolutely. Easily. After the woman has left to cry over the damage the octopus had done to her face, uh, on the bright side, in her as in her previous videos, a woman uh, on a uh, streamer on a Caillou show had been complaining about her lack of fame, and now everyone She's knows God fame, her fame for being a moron. A man was arrested Wednesday. This was pretty wild. After authorities seized more than one thousand guns from a home in Holby, Hill, Holby Hills, which is right at Bel Air. Yeah, there was an aerial shot. Yeah. of this arsenal. Officials received an anonymous tip about a person illegally manufacturing and selling guns in a home, uh, said Officer Mike Lopez, as part of the ongoing joint investigation Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. And the LAPD served a search warrant at the home at 4 a.m. The ATF said the agent searched the home after discovering an individual illegally selling firearms outside of the scope of the federal firearm license an individual process uh, possesses. I'm sorry. Uh, it was wild seeing the footage of how much weaponry this person had. The man's name has not been released, but he was arrested on suspicion of unlawful transportation and giving, lending, selling an assault weapon. Uh, the house, by the way, the Bill Air Mansion is described as a hoarder's paradise. Court records show that the property is owned by Cynthia Beck, who has three daughters with Joel, uh, J. Paul Getty's son, Gordon Getty. Whoa. Yeah, big money. Yeah. Uh, Beck bought the property in 2001 of January, in January 2001, but it remains unclear what, if any, connection she had to Wednesday's event. So I don't know if... Uh, she is going to be coming into play. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce live less than a mile from there. That's so. probably where they get their guns. It's mm-hmm. in a very yeah. exclusive neighborhood, so it was really weird to see that. It's got to be terrifying raiding a place like that. You know, like- What was more terrifying is he had a huge collection of Beanie Babies. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> That's where uh, they went? <laughs> no, you're right. you gotta, you, you got to be careful. An Ohio woman is accused of burglary after entering a home petting the victim's dog, and washing their dishes. Uh, That's my kind of burglar. I know, right? We need more burglars like this. How are your your window chops? Uh, Cheyenne Ewing has been charged with burglary. Deputies said they received a call about a burglary Monday morning. The victim said Ewing entered the home, sat on the couch, and pet the dog. She then washed the dishes and left the home. I'm going to make you a turkey dinner, give you some handies, and then leave. Uh, Deputies uh, said that (laughs) Ewing appeared to be under the influence of drugs. Oh, but they see... This is that's contrary to the stories you have of chopping people up, eating them, running around naked, all that stuff. This is really sort of a domestic situation. We'll try this one on. A Washington IT worker has hacked off his penis and testicles in a bloody bid to be a eunuch. Ah. Trent Gates, who is 23, revealed that he used a razor sharp knife to do the dreadful deed in his pursuit of being what's called a nullo. Nullos are extreme body modification enthusiasts. I thought they were chocolate-covered desserts. No, that's uh, Nutella. No. Uh, is that what you... Maybe that's Maybe it, that's yeah. it. All right. Nullos, like I said, extreme body modification to remove genitalia. Oh, my God. By themselves. They do it by themselves. And often their nipples for a smooth look. Wow. Photos and photos... What of do the, they do with their finger hair? Uh, photos... <laughs> they're not that crazy. Yeah. Uh, photos... Of, a man inspired him to do the same when man, he, that looks good. When he was 15, that's what he thought. Yeah, according to the UK, the UK Sun, uh, many nullos identify as eunuchs. Some are asexual or submissive homosexuals. Gates says that he identifies as non-binary, adding that his bait and tackle never felt like part of me. He said, "I have no desire to be a woman. It's kind of a middle ground in between the two, an androgynous in between." Don't you? I mean, listen. So uh, he could have gone. 
For surgery, yes. I don't know. I or don't know if you can do that or maybe not. Maybe look for a Groupon? I don't think anybody would do that for you. I don't think a doctor would. So he cut off his own penis at his Washington apartment and then a year later removed his testicles in a North Carolina hotel room. A friend Why the hotel room? A friend watched to make sure that there were no medical complications. In both instances, he was taken to the hospital and stitched up by a doctor. He was also referred to uh, mental health workers uh, who determined him sane, actually. So he didn't have anything. You know, he, he just wanted to do it. And why are you staying with us this weekend, sir? Is it business or personal? Personal. I'm cutting my balls off. Uh, he used a he used oxycodone during his uh, do-it-yourself castration. Could you imagine the absolute agony? Of doing that to yourself. He now uses a catheter to urinate. Uh, Gates added that uh, sex with his boyfriend is now more intense. Uh, He said both his parents and boyfriend have accepted his body body transformation. However, his mother threw out his frozen penis, which he kept in the family freezer. Was it wrapped up properly? They didn't indicate, but I would hope so. Uh, He said, I feel happier. Anybody going to eat this kielbasa? He said, I feel happier. I feel more me. I feel, I guess, (laughs) freer in a sense. So, Honestly, God bless. And if he's happy, he's happy. But come on. That's pretty. Buy a separate fridge for your frozen peas. (laughs) That's pretty extreme. Yeah. Like one of those little. A little like college. Like a frat room. Yeah. That's for my frozen penises. That's for the food. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, one last story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one. Uh, Three Georgia women bought a box of Legos while visiting a Charleston consignment shop, only to find out that the box was actually filled with about $40,000 worth of methamphetamine. Wow. Uh, The women had gifted... No wonder why they're so expensive. They had gifted the box to a child who opened it and discovered the three pounds of the drugs in there. Deputies say the women turned the drugs over to the sheriff's office. Authorities determined the drugs were likely mailed to the wrong address. The kid was actually standing on the ceiling when they came into the room. Uh, dealers <laughs> often sli- uh, ship drugs to empty or abandoned addresses to be picked up, but uh, United States Postal Service often won't leave packages at those sites. Instead, they're often left with a neighbor or oh, auctioned off. So you're saying Lego doesn't make the meth? When they're unclaimed. Not that I know of. Okay. Yeah. All right, and that is what I have for you in the bizarre file for now. Uh, Marissa, where you had said that you had an appearance, and I haven't mentioned that at all. I apologize, and while I'm thinking of it, I'd like to get you over here and mention what you have going on. Is it uh, tonight? It's today. Oh. Back in Jersey. I'm going to be uh, at the Sprint Store in Mount Laurel, right off 38. And uh, we're going to be giving away some cool stuff. We're giving away Warp Tour tickets. Warp Tour tickets? Yeah, so you come out, you put your name in the hat. If we pull your name every 15 minutes, you're entered to win the Warp Tour tickets. They go in my awesome Warp Tour rollerblade that I bring with me. It's been sitting in my car. <laughs> and uh, then one of those people is also going to win a week at the shore for the summer. That's oh, pretty wow. cool. Yeah, and this is all from our friends at Sprint. I think it's a Sprint to Summer is what we're calling it. Sprint to Summer. I love it. What time and where again? So Sprint Store in Mount Laurel from 4 to 6 today. All right. Excellent. You're going to go nap at Bam Bam's house? Uh, Maybe. Okay, you could do that. He so, lives in Mount Laurel. Yeah, I'll do all Jersey. I'll go to Weber's down the street. Everything. And hang out. And nice. Go to Top Golf. I'm okay. sure they have somewhere here you can nap. <laughs> Probably. Go see Marissa today. We're going to take a break. We will be back in just a moment. We'll have a lesson question. See if you've been paying attention this morning. Give some away in conjunction with that. And don't forget, we also have a trip to Hollywood. Somebody's going to win this morning. Uh, so don't miss with the letter of the day, word of the week prize. We'll be back from Subaru of America on 93.3 WMMR. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Wow. There you go, Nicole. Hope you enjoyed that. It's about uh, 20 minutes after 10 o'clock, President's Steve Show. Continuing our live broadcast from Subaru of America, second year that we've been in, yeah, in uh, the new location, which is in uh, Camden. You used to head out to Cherry Hill all the time for this live broadcast. What a ridiculous trek out to Cherry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, here we are. And uh, a lot of people have had to head into work. And uh, I mean, they were here working. They were hanging out with us for live broadcast, but they actually have jobs to do. So you forget about that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. As our day winds down, there's just been beginning and so they're they're headed up but we have a, a few people that are that are still here today and we love it and uh, one of the things that we've done and i've really had a, a good time doing is meeting some of the uh the employees here and uh that have some interesting attributes about their life so you want to meet another one yeah, yeah. The, the faces behind the uh, the generosity yeah jason will you give me some music to welcome our next guest by please oh, these are the people who work at subaru work at subaru Work at Subaru. Oh, these are the people who work at Subaru. They're the people that you meet each day. Wow. <laughs> wow, did you see that coming? Uh, all right, our next guest works at Subaru. His name is Todd Lawrence. Please yeah. Welcome. Todd Lawrence. Uh, Todd, what do you do here at Subaru, please? Hey, good morning. I uh, oversee our auto show program. And your auto show program? Uh, yep. What is your auto show program? Auto shows around the country. Uh, we have one in Philadelphia that you may go to. Yeah, so you, you go out? Like so in, in Manhattan and everything? The big auto yeah, shows? Yeah, the big, the big one just wrapped up in New York, yep. That's awesome. So nice. what, do you, what do you do to prepare for that? Uh, uh, there's a lot of preparation that actually goes into it. It's it's months in advance, just planning, uh, setting what the display is going to look like. And you got to rehearse. The cars have to know the songs. Yeah. It's a big exactly. thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's not the interesting. I mean, that is interesting. But one of the interesting things about you, we found out, is that you are a beekeeper. That's uh, that's a fact. That among other things <laughs> too. And I was told that I need to ask how you got goats. <laughs> Uh, that's a bit of a random story. Uh, I live in uh, Pottstown, PA, so no uh, no complaints from anybody else about the commute. Yeah. Uh, but the local brewery there does a goat race. And about 15 years ago, I went to the uh, goat race just to watch the goat races and had uh, <laughs> one or two too many beers and ended up uh, buying a goat. <laughs> I was drunk oh and God. bought a goat. Preston, yeah. you were drunk and bought swords. Uh, you never bought a goat, though, yeah. right? No, no, that, uh, the goat trump swords. <laughs> this, I know about this this goat race. It's it's pretty popular, right? Yeah, it's huge. Now. It's right by a distillery and a beer place. Yep. Yeah. It's, now, it's did you buy time. a championship goat? Uh, he, no, he was a terrible goat. Just, uh, <laughs> you, you didn't even get a specific? good goat? Not, not a good goat. But he might have specifically oh, wait a minute. requested the worst goat they have. No, he has a championship goat now. I, I do. Uh, uh, since that time, goats always need a friend. So yeah. we've, uh, we've adopted a goat named Jixer who won the goat race about five years ago. Jixer? Jixer, yeah. Okay. Is All there right. money to be had at the, uh, the winning of the, the goat race circuit? Uh, I think they give you a case of beer. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Oh so, so the beekeeping um, is, is a little... Can you obviously you're getting honey or you're generating that you're selling it as well, I assume? No, no, just I don't even like honey. I just think bees are interesting. So I give the honey away. Wow. No kidding. So you just do this because you like you're it. drunk it's- <laughs> <laughs> and buying goats. Yeah. Part of it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. Good for the environment. All right. When people find out you're a beekeeper, what's the question you get from everyone? Do you wear the suit? 
Do you wear the suit? Okay. And do you? Do you? Uh, yeah, I do. I don't okay. like to get stung. I thought the question was how many t- times have you been stung? I get that too, but they're they're actually pretty friendly. They don't, they so, don't stay. On average, I mean, so I, how often a year do you get stung? Give me a ballpark. Two to three times. That's not bad. Uh, That's going to be average. All right. So do they know you? Uh, Could they identify uh, you in a lineup? Yeah. I think some of them do. Right. I'm like, close to some of them. You know, do they get excited to see you like a dog, you know, gets excited when his buzzing around? Comes home? They, do they, they fetch they your slippers? Uh, they, they get angry to see me, actually. They don't, they don't like me messing with their hive or their honey. So is it, I understand it's a case of, of you know, obviously you the, the, the queen and the, and the hive, right? And, and you have to show deference to the queen, right? Yep. They, uh, yeah, they take care of the queen. Benjamin, okay. Yeah. But otherwise, they're, they're, you can handle it. Do you have that? What is the thing? The, uh, the mister? The or smoker. Smoker, smoker yeah. yeah. That calms them down if they think the hive's on, on fire. Is that pot smoke or what? <laughs> that would really calm them down, I guess. All right, wait. Let me ask you a question. Hang with me here. Do you know what propolis is? No. Okay. All right. Apparent. Well, apparently, so the uh, skincare uh, line that I use apparently has propolis in it, and it comes from bees. Oh wow! It is some sort of like healing. Well, I'll look for some. You can have. All right. Okay. Yeah. If yeah. you have any, jar it up and send <laughs> it, it to me. Thank you. He doesn't like honey. He doesn't like propolis. <laughs> yeah. I just like the bees, man. I just like the bees. That's and all there is to bees, it. Bees, booze, and goats. Any idea how many bees, roughly, that you might have under your care? Uh, it's it's two hives, so it's thousands of tens of thousands of bees. Do you take attendance? Uh, no, it's a little hard to count. I got a serious question for you. How is the bee population in the country right now? Because we were hearing that it was it was being decimated. Yeah, yeah it's definitely declining. It's hard to hard to keep them alive. It's part of the reason I do it. Yeah, they say that one of the big issues is that a lot of them get eaten by goats. So that's <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, I had heard that uh, they might have figured out what the issue is, and there is uh, something in the pesticides that they like that's actually mean, killing them. Uh, oh, so, okay, they're yeah. Attracted. So they're attracted to the pesticide, but they have no idea that it's. You know, that is bad for them, I guess. Yeah, that's one theory. And as people are using more, it's I think, mm. getting worse. So how, 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 so how many of the enclosures do you have in your – I assume it's in your yard, right? No, it's in your, my house. Oh, your neighbor no. would be <laughs> No, we, we have uh, two. Okay, two. Okay. All right, so – but you also – not only uh, goats and, and uh, bees, but chickens too? Chickens as well, dogs, oh. cats. Wow. Okay. Very, very f- – Farm-like atmosphere there. Yeah. Are you going to go bigger and uh, more livestockish, or uh, no? I think Depends I'm, on how much you drink. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Do you I give the eggs away as well? I give the eggs away. Wow. Do you like eggs? I do like. Okay, eggs. I hate them. Do you have, I'm sorry, but this is a stupid question. Do you have a farm? Is it a farm that you live on? Uh, no, it's not a farm. It's about it's five, five acres. Okay, well, five acres is a good size. Yeah, that's, that's that it. is that's a nice chunk of land, especially for bees and one goat. Well, I don't know how you two have, goats. How you have time to do all that? I mean, you have a hefty commute here to uh, Camden, New Jersey. And how long is your commute? Uh, hour 15 on a good day. But I assume sometimes you'll bring the bees in with you, right? <laughs> well, only I'm bringing a bee to work day. You know, no, you should... dude, this is bring your goat to work day. <laughs> Next time you have a, a honey harvest, swing by Bala on your way over yeah. to Camden and uh, bring us some eggs. Well, there's ma- well, the medicinal uh, eggs. Yeah, eggs. <laughs> bring us some bee eggs. Um, <laughs> did you do that on purpose? I did it on purpose. Right, we did. Yes, I did. I did. Um, so, so ultimately... Um, it does have a very medicinal purpose, but usually only to the area that the honey is gleaned from. Correct? Yeah, it's it's great for local honey. Is great for low uh, for allergies. Yeah, they sell it all over the uh, area where I live. You'll oh, see, do they? Yeah, you'll see local honey signs up all over the place. And when my son was having allergy issues, they said, "Go get the doctor. Get a goat. Go get some <laughs> local honey and put it on a goat." And see what happens. Start some coke off a hooker's back. Right, exactly. No, but they said go get local honey and and eat that. Did you have a good result? I I guess I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't talk to my children. I How the hell should I know? Just Daddy's buy them Subaru. Daddy's yeah. reading. Yeah, ask Corey himself. Yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting, Todd. Thank you very much for sharing your story. We appreciate it. All right, thanks for coming out. Todd Lawrence, yeah. beekeeper. That's pretty fascinating, I think. Championship goat herder. My- <laughs> Not herder. Yeah. Racer. Razor. Racer. Molester. No. 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 I love that he got drunk and bought a goat. <laughs> that is great. That's Fantastic. amazing. That's, honestly, that should be on a shirt. Yeah. I, bought, I got drunk, I got and, bought drunk and bought a goat. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. Um, okay. What are we doing now? Uh, uh, lesson. Lesson question. Okay. So we are going to give away as a prize for our lesson question, uh, family four pack of Maury's Piers Water Park Pass. Nice. And uh, the question, Nick, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> what was Steve Morrison's grandfather's name? Bonus points if you get the middle name. Wow. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. 215-263-WMMR. What was... I? Uh, you will have to show me okay. the answer because I vaguely remember that. Uh, Steve Morrison's grandfather's name. Right. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. While you are calling... Uh, we will do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. This morning brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston, PA, offering mulch, topsoil, compost, decorative, and crushed stone, grass seeds, straw, and more. Mulch Works delivers to residential and commercial markets. Visit them online at mulchthis.com, or you can stop by in person to meet their friendly staff. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, R. Kelly avoiding more time in prison by finally coming up with $62,000 in back child support. In a casebook example of too much information, Kelly told the court he wants to be a better father who doesn't kidnap sex slaves in piano. Oh, my God. See, he should have stopped right at the first part. Jim Fowler. Preston, you might remember Jim Fowler, the famous zoologist who worked with Marlon Perkins on the legendary nature yes. show Wild Kingdom has died at the age of 87. Wow. Fowler, who often wrangled and wrestled some of the world's most dangerous animals, was found dead in his bedroom after being mauled to death by a rabbit. Oh. oh. Yeah. 87. And finally, Sharon Stone proving she still got it by recreating the iconic underwearless leg-crossing scene from Basic Instinct in a Vogue photo shoot. Stone says it felt like it was in 1992 all over again, except that this time when she crossed her legs, a family of possums ran. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right. We will see if we can find an answer. Now I remember. Okay. So the lesson question, what is, what is Steve's grandfather's real name? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and bonus if you get the middle name? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a family friendly. It is. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to Brandon. Hey, Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Brandon, you know Steve's grandfather's name? I believe it was Gaping Anus David. Yes. <laughs> right. Gaping Anus David Morrison. Uh, yeah, now I remember. Okay, hang on the line. Uh, we are going to get your information, and we, sir, are going to set you up with a prize. That is a family four-pack of Maury's Piers Water Park Passes. And you can enjoy both beachfront water parks. You can check out uh, this week's big freaking deal from Maury Spears. You can get a uh, same-day ride and water park combo ticket for $40. And the, that's access to all three piers and uh, both water parks. You can get it now through Sunday at WMMR.com. The keyword is deal. Uh, before we go to music news, yeah, you, I didn't know that the guy Jim had died from uh, uh, Wild Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, but I remember clearly... 
Marlon Perkins would be. He'd sit in the boat. Yeah, and go get that. Yeah, that Jim, go grab that alligator. All right. <laughs> would, Jim, he's the guy. go punch that rhinoceros in the face. Okay. <laughs> he was the big dummy. He had yeah. to do all the dangerous stuff. Go get that snake. All right. That was a great show. Yeah, it but, really was. Right, I'm going to stay here in the car while Jim goes out and punches that bear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's get into music news, please. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 W. Before before I do music news, I don't want to miss this. Uh, Patty Mickle, where are you, Patty? Where? Here? Where's she? Patty. Patty. What? Patty's worked here for 37 years. Wow. And uh, her son, Adam Presby, loves the show. Patty has wanted to ask for a shard out for years, but she always chickens out and never comes over. Man. So we got to make sure that we take. I'm going to give her the, the new revised one. All right, here okay. we go. Okay, right, so this is for Adam Presby. Yeah. That is from your mom, Patty Mickle. So there you go. There you go, Patty. Want to make sure we fit that in? Sharing that with your mom. Yep. That's a special thing. All right. Uh, the music news brought to you by Maurice Beer. Uh, and this week's big friggin' deals, I said just a moment ago, same day ride and water park combo ticket uh, to Maurice Piers for just $40. You can celebrate 50 years of Maurice Piers on the Wildwood Boardwalk. And this week only go to WMMR.com for details. That wraps up on Sunday, so don't miss that deal. Guns N' Roses has filed a lawsuit against a company that it claims has been selling a knockoff beer named after the band. Uh, Canarchy Craft Brewery. A collective has allegedly been selling a beer called Guns and Rosé, along with hats, T-shirts, pint glasses, stickers, buttons, and bandanas with the Guns and Roses name, a Guns and Rosé name on it. Uh, the beer itself is described as a 6% ABV ale brewed uh, with hibiscus and prickly pear. Mm. Uh, the lawsuit uh, filed by Axel Slash and Duff claims that the Colorado-based Canarchy tried to trademark the name, but after the band objected, the brewery consortium agreed to abandon the application. Uh, the band also claims that it reached out several times to tell them to stop selling all the merchandise with the name uh, completely and uh, say that Canarchy agreed to stop, but not until March of 2020. And that position was rejected by the band members who claim that Canarchy has refused to immediately and completely case uh, cease sales and marketing uh, the beer and all goods. You should probably stop doing that. Yeah. You've, so they're, they're going to make an agreement. You're, you, you just stop, and yeah. they're going to be cool with it. They're suing for trademark infringement, infringement and huh. seeking unspecified damages. I, I see this uh, quite a bit, not necessarily the lawsuit, but you know, peop, uh, breweries do this all the time when they're naming their beers and, and they're canning it or bottling it. They're, they want something kitschy. About. It's all over the place. I saw yeah. a synagogue named Blink-180 Jew. <laughs> And the band got totally Are upset. they not happy with yeah. it? Yeah. No, you can, uh, Case, once you try to sell it, and if you're, if you're, okay. Former Blink-182 guitarist what? Tom DeLonge. Wait a minute. You... Well, it's a Blink-182 song, or Blink-182 story. Uh, Tom DeLonge has uh, praised his former bandmates uh, for their new tune, Blame It On My Youth, which the uh, pop-punk trio released on Thursday, <laughs> noting that the song appeared on Spotify's rock playlist. DeLong remarked on Instagram, I'm also super excited for those guys. It's cool to hear the evolution of their music and see Mark and uh, his other band, Simple Creatures. And it looks a bit like uh, punk rock is seeping through on the national 
Music Lovers Index. That's cool of him to, to reach out and say something like that. Uh, the song comes out on the heels of new music from DeLong's band Angels and Airwaves, who recently released their first new song in three years titled Rebel Girl at the end of last month. There are some Blink-182 songs that I still love. I was never a massive fan. Like, I don't think I could fill up an album with right. the songs that I really right. like. But I, I tend to like their more ballad stuff, you know? The one that Nick hates is the one that I like Almost the most. Uh, I don't hate it. I just don't like the one part where the one guy sings. That's the part that I like. <laughs> oh, how are you? Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. That's 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 a song written for, I guess, a brother that died or something. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah, I do like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rival Sons appeared on the Late Late Show Wednesday night to perform their raucous new single, Too Bad. Uh, the track comes off the group's recently released sixth LP, Feral Roots. Rival Sons are going to head out on a co-headlining uh, tour of North America with Stone Temple Pilots this fall. Billy Joel celebrated his 70th birthday last night. We were talking about this yesterday. And it was at New York's Madison Square Garden for with over 20,000 fans. God. Peter Frampton was the evening surprise guest. And he performed a pair of Frampton that comes alive classics. He did Show Me the Way and Baby I Love Your Way. And uh, he gifted the piano man his very own talk box. Uh, which is the guitar, uh, in, you know, the piece of uh, instrumentation that yeah. allows you to speak while you're uh, playing it. When that first came out, and you know, and we, you didn't know how it was being done, it was just mind-boggling. That song. Yeah. Uh, daughter Alexa Ray Joel joined him on stage for New York State of Mind, and then led the crowd along with uh, Della Rose and Joel's wife Alexis in a chorus of "Happy Birthday." Video birthday wishes <clears throat> were shown from such high-profile friends as Pink. Garth Brooks, and ACDC's Brian Johnson, all of whom have taken the stage with Billy over recent years. Tom Petty's daughter, filmmaker uh, Adria Petty, has compiled the video for her father's track, For Real. Uh, The previously unreleased song serves as the closing number on the career-spanning Petty compilation. 38-track set includes two previously unreleased tracks, For Real, and an alternate version of the title track, which restores a never-heard second verse to the song that was originally recorded uh, for 1985's Southern Accents album. So that's coming out. Also out today is uh, Sammy Hagar and the Circle's first studio album, Space Between. Have you heard anything off that? I have not, no. Uh, the band, which features Michael Anthony, Jason Bonham, and guitarist Vic Johnson, is currently on the road in support of that. And then one last thing, Five Finger Death Punch has entered the studio to begin recording its eighth album due later in the year. Uh, the band tweeted a short video on Thursday from the latest studio sessions, along with the following caption, Day one in the studio, what kind of record should we make? Acoustic death metal, polka, gent, fusion, doom, funk, dubstep, or question mark? Uh, the new disc is once again uh, being held by Kevin Churko, the Canadian record producer, engineer, and songwriter who currently lives in Las Vegas, where he works out of his private studio, the Hideout Recording Studio. Uh, they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do as far as a permanent replacement for their founding drummer, Jeremy Spencer. Uh, who's that going to be? He left the band in December, so they're working on that. And that's it. That's what I have. Yes. Music nice wrap-up to the week. Let's do one more break. Come back in a second and get ready to wrap it up fully. Give away our Word of the Week prize and say see you later to our friends here at Subaru of America. So we'll be back in just a moment on MMR. Stay with us. Light presents MMRBQ. 2019, Saturday, May 18th, BB&T Pavilion. It's time for flip-flops and tank tops, yo. As MMR kicks off your summer concert season, eight killer bands on one stage. Shine down. All you ever be is a fake. 
Essence plus GA performances from Fozzie, Bad Wolves, The Glorious Sons, and Sarabo. Lawn tickets started just $25 for a full day of rock. MMRBQ 2019. Presented by Bud Light. Brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice. And sponsored by Rita's Water Ice and Godshaw's Turkey Bacon. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 93.3 WMMR. And uh, the person I get. My name is Austin. It's President's Street Show. It's getting close to 10.50 a.m. Not a bad day today. Best day of the uh, the week, actually. Cloudy. Mix of sun and clouds. Actually, not too bad right now. No, it's not bad. I get up to about 80 degrees, so it's going to be very enjoyable. Tomorrow, we uh, take a, a drop down temperature-wise, only topping out at about 70 clouds. Um, but I'll take it. My wife has her uh, 5K tomorrow with a mother's wish for uh, Crohn's and colitis, people with uh, IBD. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And Thank you, because the weather is going to be wonderful for that. Uh, but then Sunday, Mother's Day, it's a bit of a wash. We're looking at uh, rain in the morning for sure. Temperatures dropping down only to a high of 55, so a little bit on the cool side. Hopefully, you'll be doing something inside for Mom's Day. And then more rain expected on Monday and Tuesday, and those cool temperatures are going to stick around a little bit. So, Oh, well. Take a little turn. That's all there is to it. But uh, nonetheless, uh, today has been a whole lot of fun. It has. We've enjoyed this live broadcast at uh, Subaru of America. And uh, in a moment, we're going to do our letter of the day for the word of the week prize and give that away. But I want to thank um, uh, everybody who popped on the air with us this morning. Uh, Megan Fleck, our gamer, and Nick uh, Saracini, musician. Uh, Devin Wilcox, that extreme runner. Todd Lawrence, who would forget the beekeeper and goat owner? Absolutely. We had on just a little Interesting while stuff. And CEO of Subaru of America and President uh, Tom Dahl. Uh, great to have him on. Yes, absolutely. Nice guy. He keeps bees too, Preston. And uh, our esthetician who did the uh, the dirty work of uh, waxing Matt Ritter's knuckles. Yeah, and he saved he saved the hair here. He has that uh, oh, gross. the sheets of uh, of uh, paper with them on there. So that's Annie Morris from Salon L who came by. So thank you, Annie. We appreciate that. And of course, Mr. Matt Ritter. Yeah. Welcome to the microphone one last time. Uh, thanks a lot. A uh, couple couple things here, real fast. So. This magazine, Consumer Reports, accepts no advertising, so we cannot influence any votes. Yeah. But this is relatively new news. Uh, Subaru, for the first time ever, ranked the number one overall brand by Consumer Reports, wow. which wow. is an incredible honor for us. That is awesome. Um, yeah, that is a tough, that's, that's this, an amazing get. It's huge. And our Subaru Ascent, our all-new three-row, which has been out since late last year, already took number one in its segment, unseating the Toyota Highlander. So it got number one with a score of 96, which is uh, incredible. But and man, then, that's, that's overall brand? That's not oh, just- This is overall brand. And then here are the cars that are number one in their segment. So besides the Ascent, which is number one I just talked about, our Subaru Legacy, our sedan, number one. Our Crosstrek, your son drives one, yep. number one in its segment. Forester, number one in its segment. Impreza, number one. And BRZ, number one in their segments. So it's uh, really quite an honor. And Outback, number two in its segment. But, you know, so again, huge, huge honors for this brand, especially get the number one overall. No, that's brand. sensational. I mean, Yeah, that's, so that was amazing. a big thrill. Um, a, lot of, a couple of people need to thank here uh, before we wrap up this morning. Uh, Amy Strawbridge, Nick Saracini, thank you so much for making this possible. Amy runs our basically uh, is a big part of our Love Promise initiatives and in organizing that for the company. So we appreciate that. Kai Dedeker and the folks over at the Philadelphia Zone and our, and our Delaware Valley Subaru retailers, thank you so much. Of course, 
our friends at Phil Abundance. Uh, their partnership uh, means so much, obviously, and can't thank them enough. Uh, and also, and most importantly, I want to thank you uh, for doing this, for doing Camp Out every single year. Uh, thanks to all the Preston and Steve Morning Show and, of course, WMMR overall um, for your generosity uh, during these live broadcasts. They are worth it. And also want to thank the other companies who donate to Camp Out. Yeah. Um, this is why all of this is possible, and we're setting new records. You're setting new records every single year. So when you're out there, these companies listening right now, big, small, does not matter the size, donate because it makes a huge difference in our communities, and we need you. And every year you've answered the bell. New companies are donating. They're donating in larger quantities every year, and we're very, very grateful for that. So thanks to all the companies throughout the, De- throughout the Delaware Valley that are donating. And as a small token of you, and this is such a super thing to do, we've got uh, we have some small gift bags for you guys oh, to take away, oh, including you. these notebooks that, because you know we're all about doing things right for the environment, these notebooks are are made from apple compost, and they smell like apple. Oh no! It's, yeah, totally. Yeah, check that out. So everyone's gonna get one of those. Very very. Yes. Sit down. Right? Oh my God! It smells awesome. Uh, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Sit there and so, lick it and yeah. smell it and rub it on your Thanks throat. again for being here. These folks out here right now uh, that are left, they're going to go out and do some great things. Oh, one final thanks to our kitchen staff. That yes. breakfast, Woo! as always, Woo! Michael, Tim, De- uh, Denise, J- John, everybody back there. Can't thank you enough for all you do. You guys what time is it? lunch served? What time is that coming out? Because it's almost 11. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you, thank you Matt, Ritter. Matt Ritter, everybody. Everybody from Subaru, every day. it's an amazing thing, Preston, is it yes. not? Yep, he's the point guy, but there's a lot of people behind that. So uh, so we love all each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Uh, do we have communication with Pierre Robert? Pierre, are you there? Okay, it's just like being in the studio. Yeah, this really is awesome. Uh, you know what? Uh, I guess we'll do. you can do the letter of the day, Casey. Try ready? again. Yeah, maybe. Right. Try oh, again. there he is. Hello? Oh, is yeah, it's just like there? being in the studio. The caller we hear you. There. Is this Phil Donahue? No, I, I hear him coming through the monitors, but not my headphones. So, oh, I'm you know here. what I mean? Which is really weird. Uh, Pierre, why don't we just do the letter of the day? You ready? Yes. yes. All right, fire it up, please, Jason. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in Santa Claus. All right, and we're going to take caller number eight at 215-263-WMMR. If you know the word of the week, <laughs> you uh, should call in because you might end up winning the prize. What? He said S as in Santa Claus, and we're here at Subaru. So, oh, dear. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant to say Subaru Santa Claus because Subaru is like Santa Claus every day. Uh-huh. That's, That's, That's a good save. Absolutely. <laughs> Santa Claus is like Subaru every good day. Save. Great save. Santa yeah, Claus really is like, That's the new company slogan. Yeah. It's like Subaru every day. Hey. Wow. <laughs> I love it. We're just you know creating all kinds of money. Honestly, dude, these are, this is all gold. You don't even need a marketing department. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm in advertising. Yeah. Uh, what do you got coming up today, Pierre? I have a workforce block for Bono's birthday of U2. We have Deep Purple. Uh, we have, uh, because Mon- uh, uh, Sunday is Subaru's Mother's Day, Yes, um, we're going to do a block of mother songs. Ah, that'll be nice. It'll be fun. For mommy. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we appreciate it. Thank you very much, sir. Have a wonderful show today, and I'm sure that uh, everybody's going to enjoy tuning in. 
Uh, we are going to get our winner in a second because we're still waiting those to be gathered. Case you want to? I got a last minute shard out here. Sure. Uh, so uh, I can do this one. Yeah, Beth Berry is here. Uh, she is giving a tiny, little tiny shard out to her husband Josh, but a giant little, little squeaker, little squeaker. Okay, and and then and then a giant shard out for uh, JD Pie from FedEx. Okay. I just hit it in 20 minutes. It'll, it'll come up. <laughs> yep. All right, and I'm going to do this one. All right, so. There we go. And there it is. It's amazing. I t- it's, it's, we live in a world where you touch the button, and five minutes later, you hear the sound. Hey, Nick, you've got an appearance tonight. I do, Preston. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, come on out to French Creek Outfitters just outside of Phoenixville, PA. We are having an MM Barbecue ticket raid. MM Barbecue is one week from tomorrow. Oh, my God. Unbelievable, yeah. Uh, but we do this every year. It's uh, very well attended. But you do have a great chance to win tickets because we will be giving away a pair of tickets every 10 minutes. So 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. tonight, French Creek Outfitters right outside of Phoenixville, PA, right off of Route 23. And uh, stop by, say hi, and your chance to win MM barbecue tickets cool and then uh, marissa has an appearance before that uh, you will be out today marissa i will i'll be right down the street in mount laurel at this sprint um giving away warp tour tickets and a chance to win a uh, beach house courtesy of friends from sprint and mmr you get a beach house for the week down the shore that's amazing excellent all right let me go to the phones and we were looking for a caller and i have them it's uh michael good morning michael good morning all right michael do you know the word Pails. Great day in the morning. And there it is. Holy crap. You got to be kidding me. Michael, dude, you got a great prize. You are headed to Hollywood, California. You're going there uh, next Saturday. Unfortunately, you're going to have to miss the MMRBQ. But what we'll be doing is headed to L.A. and checking out the world premiere of Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, my God. You guys rock. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. I envy him. These trips are always awesome, and I know you're really looking forward to this Godzilla movie, too, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Hang on the line, Michael. We'll get your information and set you up. Don't forget that Godzilla King of the Monsters opens May 31st, and it is rated PG-13. I'll take this moment to thank our sponsors, the Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Rafferty Subaru. Philly's number one ranked Subaru sales leader. It's all about you at Rafferty Subaru. RaffertySubaru.com. Also brought to you by Subaru of Cherry Hill, 1800 Marlton Pike, West Route 70, and SubaruCherryHill.com. And Planet Fitness, 4271 Black Horse Pike, Turnersville, New Jersey. Prestige Subaru. What? It's, I, I don't know why it says I don't know why it says Prestige <laughs> Subaru and J.com. I don't know why it says that there. Uh, John Kennedy Subaru. Uh, love, find it at John Kennedy Subaru and Plymouth Meeting. Enjoy your ride. And Coleman Subaru, too. Ooh, a lot of Subarus. 1710 North Olden Avenue in Ewing, New Jersey, minutes from Bucks County. So that is it next week. What do we have coming up on the program? Uh, we're going to talk to Joan Jett. Yes. We're going to talk to David Tell. Uh, we're going to have comedian Godfrey in the studio. No, go for, it. go for it, Preston. Yeah, press do it. <laughs> Uh, Akbar, uh, Jajamai Mama. Gabaja Biamila. Gabaja Biamila. Uh, Margaret Cho will be in the studio, and Chris Coons will be in the studio. So we'll have a lot going on next week. That's it. We are done. Thank you, Subaru. Great job, and have a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Talking about rage, I'm trying real hard to keep it all in and to just... Can you people 
Just learn how to drive. My anger issues would almost go away completely. Next message. Oh, crap. I just cooked this frozen pizza in the oven. I think I cooked it too long. Wait a second. This ranch dressing. Let me try this. <laughs> it really works. This tastes good. I love ranch dressing on my pizza. Next message. Is this the day and age to where we have to give up our dogs to have a DNA sample to find out if he's crapping all over the place? Really, people? Really? That is ridiculous. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.